Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner, and for the last time in a long time, I'm here with Sean Bell. Yo. I'm also here with Matt Murray. Hello. And James Farley. Hello. Uh, firstly, I apologise for my voice. I'm ill, but there's no way I'm putting this podcast off. I've been looking forward to this all week. I can't wait to see what's going to happen. It's our Game of the Year show. And um, I think I'd better take you through the rules first, because no doubt there's a lot of you that are listening now that have seen the buzz on Twitter and thought, wow, these guys sound crazy. <laughs> I'm going to get all over let's this. Let's get involved with this new show. Let's, let's listen to this one. Uh, so uh, we need to announce what our game of the year is. And as you know, um, collective game of the years are quite hard to do. Uh, everyone's got a different opinion on different games. And um, yeah, so what we do is we put all the names in a hat. We've got 16 games here. I'll run you through them in a bit. Um, we're going to put them in a hat, draw them out one by one and they will face off against each other. Here are the rules. For a game to win and progress to the next round, it requires three votes. There's four of us. Do the math, right? <laughs> if it's Maths. two... If it's two... to Shut up. If it's two <laughs> apiece, then the arguing takes place, and the bartering takes place, and, uh, yeah, the fun starts. Uh, but, yeah... Uh, we've, uh, should I run through the 16 games first? Yeah, go on. Uh, yeah, I probably should, yeah. In no particular order, just in the order that I've written them down. Uh, Guacamole 2, Moss, Spider-Man, Detroit Become Human, Forza Horizon 4, Red Dead Redemption 2, The Gardens Between, Monster Hunter World, God of War, Astrobot Rescue Mission, Yoku's Island Express, Celeste, Yakuza 6, the what? The Song, Song of, of Life. Life. Song yeah. of Life. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Far Loan Sales, Tetris Effect, and Onrush. Um, there is one more game that's sitting in front of me. Uh, the Listener's Choice. Matt, do you want to run through what happened? Yeah, so uh, straight after the uh, the show uh, launched last week, we asked everyone to email in their suggestions for games that weren't on our list of 16, but games that they felt were some of the best of the year. We got a ton of suggestions. Uh, we collected those after a couple of days. Uh, I think it was like Thursday. What, what was the end point? The top four of those then went into a poll, and now we have a winner for the listener's choice. Uh, the final... The, but uh, the top four games were um, Beat Saber, Dead Cells, Florence, and Into the Breach. We had 315 votes. Um, bottom of the pile was Florence, sadly, with a with 9% of the vote. Then it was pretty, it was pretty tight for, um, for the next one. It was, uh, it was Beat Saber with 23%, 25% for Into the Breach, but the, uh, the, by far and away, the, you know, the, 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 the leader and the winner of this is Dead Cells with 43% of the vote. So Dead Cells is the 2018 TCGS listener's choice, and that is going to take the place of one of our games right now. Well, that's our first task then. Um, you know the games. We need to replace one of our games with Dead Cells. Uh, how are we going to do this? I mean, we've I'm, never I mean, really settled on a format. We're going to each of us nominate one from our list. I know, mean, too. which ones? The, the, I think 
just coming out with four games from that list and disregarding everything else, it's not the right way of doing it. I think we should just name the games that we think stand out. I mean, of that- those 16, uh, one of them was picked as a wind-up. <laughs> <laughs> so- yes. <laughs> I don't you, Sean. I don't know which one you're talking about. <laughs> so we, you're, 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 you reckon Detroit should go, Sean? I mean, as funny as it is to let, to let whatever... I mean, I... Obviously, James has planned something, right? Everyone wants to know what he's fucking playing well, at. Surely, this is the plan. Oh, I'm so clever. But oh, I'm <laughs> maybe, yeah. that. Like the but then if it is, the let's call it. Maybe we should. Yeah. Maybe we should call his bluff and not knock exactly. it out. Exactly. The point. listeners can't nominate it. That's the way I'm thinking, Sean. Yeah, but, but, that's yeah, the way I'm thinking. It, yeah. Yeah. James you can, knew. You can or do felt it whichever way you like. I'm fine with Shut whichever up, one James. you choose. Prick. James felt like he he had a good feeling that listeners would definitely vote for you know Detroit become human. I'll do what I'll be clever. I will nominate myself. So they can't vote. So the game they well, suggest, let's, let's, no, which let's has call to be placed on a sixteen, fine, can't be Detroit. Bluff. I'm totally fine with that. But right. Okay. <laughs> Detroit's in. Detroit's in. Okay. He's in. I'm, I'm folding it up. He's going in I the mean, hat. I do want to say though. I mean, no. We'll get to this later. But go on. Go on. It's in the hat, mate. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. I'm totally fine uh, with that. I'm okay. Because I, I anticipated you'd do that, so it's fine. Oh, did you? <laughs> or did you anticipate? <laughs> but surely you mostly anticipated we'll, we'll just ever my gang up in Detroit and lose one of you know and, and lose that immediately, and then your little plan has succeeded. Surely I don't know. That it doesn't seem that upset, Matt. I'm it not that bothered. That upset. <laughs> it's fine. It's in the hat. I mean, I've, got, I've spent quite a lot of time this afternoon, like crafting. You know what I've got to say about Detroit. So crafting. It would have been. It would have been a shame to not have the chance to say that stuff. So can we get? Can we it. get this one out of the way? Right. So one game that was nominated last week that took us all by surprise, other than Detroit, <laughs> was Far Loan Sales. Yeah, I was going to say we should address this because obviously I, I knew it was a bit of a pop. <clears throat> However, so this is, this is what I want to say, right? Okay, go on. Because we can't talk about these games until they're drawn out of the hat, yeah, right? Yeah. So let's do this. Matt, you've played and completed it since yes. last week. I've played and completed it since last week. James, you've played and completed it since last week? Yep. Does it deserve to stay in the hat? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Matt? Yes. I agree. So Far Lone Sales. <laughs> Which I couldn't believe. I mean, last week, <laughs> why is this game and then suddenly... Yeah. It's in the hat. Yeah, it's in it's the in hat. hat. <laughs> the ones that stick out... Right, okay. The ones that really stick out for me. There's uh, Moss, um, Guacamole 2, and... Uh, well, I, I I suppose Yakuza. I and knew you'd go for that. Monster Hunter, <laughs> because Yakuza. What are you going to say, James? Well, I mean, they're, even they're both at the time, Japanese you were like, games, and you don't like Japanese games that much. So oh, it's know. got nothing to do with it's, it. it. Guacamole Two isn't a uh, Japanese game, is it? Is Moss? No. Uh, no. Uh, exactly. Uh. Well, um, the, uh, the reason being, right? Moss. I don't know. I've just heard that Astro Bot has completely like made it look. I knocked it down a peg or two. No, well, no, no. Okay, so are we allowed to discuss this now? No, no, no. not really. <laughs> it, it's still an excellent game. Right. Guacamole 2, you weren't exactly head over heels with that, Matt. But it's still, it's still a very, very, very good game. But what? So mm. what? You, are you saying there's games on this list that are worse than that? I mean, there's games <clears> I haven't played or... Uh, or or, you know, or I'm as familiar with that I would like probably what? take off. Like Yakuza as well, I guess. I mean, I, I'm Monster Hunter, well, I don't think that's fair, because I, I, mean, you know, I, I, I had a great time playing that for the... For the 12 minutes that you played it, yeah. <laughs> Probably um, as much as you did. I didn't play it at all. Didn't you? Oh, it must have been no. John I was playing with then. Oh, I, I, I guess when you got it. it. 
Um, That's great. James, which ones stand out for you then? Um, the ones we could get, I mean, maybe Guacamole 2, because I don't know anything about it, really. I mean, Matt talked about it, but barely, like, so I don't know if it's good or not. Well, I talked um, about it in the episode, I, 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 you know, I talked about the episode when I finished it, and then... Yeah, yeah, but you haven't been, like, raving about yeah, it. Yeah, but for, you were like, oh, it's ages. just kind of more of the same. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. That's why I was yeah. on the list. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we're, we're getting a bit desperate at that point. I've got a feeling <laughs> that that was, like, his sixth choice or something. Sixth or <laughs> but it was going to be Detroit, wasn't it? And then he ended up... Yeah, and, exactly. And then yeah. to pull Guacamole out of the bag. So, yeah. It's weird that he only really... Well, no, because he had five choices to make, didn't he, really? Yeah. Um, what? Five? Oh, yeah. Yeah, plus James had three. Hmm. He gave you one of his for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, he thinks he's got a plan. He clearly hasn't. He's been crafting <sighs> something. I didn't you hear? <laughs> what, what, about you, what about you, Sean? Which one stick your, out? Your voice, Matt, at the moment is enough to make this whole thing worthwhile. But go on. I feel terrible saying it because I, re- I played and really loved the first one, but Guacamole 2 is, is sticking out to me as well. Like. Fucking I don't know. I've just not heard much fuss about it, and that's I don't know. Whereas, like Moss, nah. like like Moss is probably another one, but because it's a VR game, I know that's like a a full blind spot for me. So I'm not really going to judge that. But I feel like, yeah, I don't know. Also, uh, what, why is Monster Hunter World safe? Like, because only Sean's played that. Well, no, uh, Matt's played, played it. Bit. Oh yeah, yeah just sorry, just Matt played. I've completely forgot <laughs> about that. Yeah, it's twelve yeah. minutes. Um, what? Check the hours. It's way longer than that. <laughs> so, what do you reckon? So, are we saying we, we seem to be leaning toward? I mean, I wouldn't. Uh, Guacamole Two is probably the one that I'm leaning towards at the moment. Mm. Same. I mean, I'll. Uh, okay. So, what, what else is it? What else is in the mix? Um, uh, well, I'd say Tetris Effect is in. Tetris, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The gardens between. In. Oh, that's in. Yeah, yeah. That's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say, right, I'd say Red Dead Redemption's in. Yeah. Astro Bot's in. Yep. God on of War's Rush? in. I, well, I mean, obviously, I'd say On Rush was in, but. Uh, 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 well, what do you two think? Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm torn because I, I think Guacamole 2, but you see, I wouldn't mind. Like Yakuza going because I just can't be bothered to do another defense of that game. It's, it's oh my god, James. <laughs> <coughs> well, one of your picks is Detroit, which you don't care about, and the other one you, you do love, you also I mean, I don't not care bothered about, about Detroit, Matt. I mean, I, I do. I have very strong feelings about that game, as, as we'll find we out. We get it, James. Yeah. Like a broken record, we get it. Yoku's <laughs> Island's in, right? Yeah. 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 Forza Horizon 4 is definitely in. Yeah. Um. So the ones that I've got in front of me now, Guacamole 2, Moss, Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, Celeste, Yakuza 6, and Onrush. Spider-Man should be in. It's, well, it's yes, but Spider-Man, there's no way that's anywhere near the bottom. Spider-Man, get that again. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> suggesting it. I wasn't suggesting it. It was just the ones that we hadn't mentioned. Um, and Celeste, you guys have raved about yeah, that enough for that to yeah, survive. That, yeah, that is the right. yeah. uh, right. This this bit has never taken this long, has it? This is this it is hasn't tough. because this mm. is I, I seriously I really do think that Guacamole Two is the one that sticks out. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, uh, okay. Well, let's 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 decide that's the case. I mean, that, that game was basically my insurance <laughs> policy uh, right, okay. because I thought, okay, James has chosen that. 
right? James has chosen Detroit. He, yeah, so he's going to be, oh, brilliant. I, I, I'm, I'm invincible. And I was going to say, well, I, I will lose Guacamele to, to keep Detroit going. Um, I mean, you were only going to choose okay. Detroit, Matt, just to annoy me. So it, you don't but, know what I was going to do, James. Well, why else would you choose it? I mean, you know, it's, well, I didn't it choose make it. You chose sense. it. Well, I know, yeah, to stop you from choosing it to try and annoy me. It's brilliant. Uh, you know, Great plan. I mean, people in glass yeah. houses, James, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you chose that if one of your games of the Matt, year. If we're going to have the fucking Detroit discussion again, we're having it, we're having it under my terms, not yours. <laughs> oh, we're having it so again. that is why this is happening. So <laughs> go on. This. this is brilliant. I, like, I think what's happened here, Matt, is that James has completely forgotten the format of the show. <laughs> like, I, I genuinely yeah. do. I think he thinks, <laughs> he thinks that for some reason... Vote. He's the only one that gets to discuss the game when it gets pulled out of the hat. Like, I think that's what's going through his head. I get to frame the discussion, so it's fine. No, you don't. <laughs> you get to start it and we get, get to end to start, it. Exactly, I get to start the discussion, so, you know. Yeah, the, well, you've gone from frame to control <laughs> to start. To start. <laughs> and, uh, in a minute, like, way, I get but, to say okay, a word. The way this goes, though, is that... The only way that Detroit is going to go through here is if you guys want to hurt me more than you want to like support a game that you love. So we'll just see how it works out. Do you remember, <laughs> James? Yeah. Do you remember when Titanfall went up against a game that you've not played before, Overwatch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah of course I remember. I remember that. That's fine. I mean, right. if, if, if Detroit goes all the way, then I'm just going to take the credit for the fact that I nominated it in the first place. So it's fine. Honestly, James is uh, James. You have I don't know what's going on in your head. (laughs) You're talking absolute bollocks already. You're going to take the credit for voting in Detroit if it wins. Because I'll I'll take the credit for giving it a prominent platform upon which it can be discussed. What are you? You're a madman, James. You lost it. Guacamole two. In the bin. It's gone. Yeah, shame. It is it a very, 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 very good game. And, uh, look, actually, look, look, you know, look, I'm sure look, everyone, no one, if I played it here, they'll enjoy it. Listeners at home as well. So, no one here is saying that it's a bad game. And, uh, in fact, actually, it, you'd be hard pushed for anyone to say that any game on this list is bad, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but no, that's, that's, uh, Let's get to it. Let's, crack Let's on, get on. the first one out of the way. Um, again, if this is your first time of listening to one of these shows, uh, <laughs> strap in. So yeah, <laughs> so there's going to be eight face-offs, uh, and we will talk about the games as they get pulled out of the hat. You may be looking at your podcast player and thinking we're not past the first round yet, and we're three hours in. Don't <laughs> worry. Once we get past that round, we don't discuss the games in depth anymore. It gets down to the voting. So the uh, yeah, the, it starts to speed up after that. But let's go. First game out of the hat. Here we go. Game of the year, 2018. Are you all ready? Yep. Mm-hmm. I was born ready. First game. Here we go. Red Dead Redemption <laughs> Two. Oh, fucking hell. Right, what's Nominated getting knocked out me. then? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, right, okay. I'm, uh, so I was a massive fan of uh, Red Dead Redemption, um, uh, which is quite strange because obviously I've been going back to that game and watching a lot of stuff on YouTube from that game. Um, and I don't know why. I mean, 
I think Red Dead Redemption was all about the atmosphere rather than it was the story. The story was pretty good in places, but, you know, it had weak spots and it was a very basic plot and some of the characters were pretty good. Um, but it was more about the atmosphere, about riding around and being a cowboy and it, it sort of nailed that. Um, we all knew or we all expected Red Dead Redemption 2 to be good. Um, I think... It not only was it very good, it was an incredibly brave game. I mean, some of the decisions that they made um, in terms of, you know, stuff that you, uh, the options that it gave you to do in terms of horse maintenance, um, yeah. uh, you know, uh, the side missions, you know, Arthur and how he uh, spends his time and how that affects the world around him. Um, but ultimately, I think with Red Dead Redemption 2, initially you're grabbed by some of the best voice acting in any game ever. Um, some of the most interesting characters that I've experienced in a game. I mean, I, I've when this game had come out and we were talking about it at length, um, I was comparing it to Mass Effect 2 quite a lot. Um, and I stand by that. I think I, I fell in love with the characters in this as much as I did in that game. Um, and in fact, actually, in some instances, I think it surpassed that game because I think they were a lot more believable characters. Um, the way that those those characters sort of flourished and, and matured throughout the game was was really exciting and it just kept me pushing forward. Um, but on top of that, you have one of the best looking games I've ever seen in my life. You had it filled with um, just not only with stuff to do, but with stuff going on around you. Do you know what I mean? Like the first time you roll into Valentine and you know, it's partly, oh my God, this looks amazing. Look at the mud and the water, like forming puddles within the mud on the floor and stepping on the mud. It creates little puddles and all that sort of stuff. Um, but it was also like a hustling, bustling town. People hanging on ledges and falling over and, you know, just walking on, going around their daily business. I mean, again, the, the first like few hours of that game, um, James and I were comparing it to Shenmue. It was like it was trying to do what Shenmue does. And in fact, actually, this kind of, well, it, it, it had the technology to pull it, pull off what that original vision was. You know, the fact that you could ride around and see people of your, like members of your gang and you could just go up to them and talk to them and say anything and treat them like shit or treat them nicely. And then that would have an effect. It, you know, all that stuff was brilliant from the start. Um, but what I think I went on to appreciate once I'd completed the game is, yeah, all that stuff was great, but the story from start to finish, when you really do go over it again, you know, in your head and you think back and you think about certain missions and characters and how things panned out, it's mind-blowing. It's easily by far the best story that Rockstar have ever uh, written. Um, and the fact like the other thing to remember is just how much of an effect this has on the plot of the first game. Like when you go and look at the plot of the first game, you read up on it, you look at scenes on YouTube and stuff. It, it couldn't have been done better in my opinion. Like we were all worried about it being a prequel. We were all worried about John Marston being in it and how he's perceived in the first game and what effect that's going to have on, on the original story. This just absolutely fucking nailed it. You know what I mean? It pieced things together. It made, uh, it was just, I can't imagine how much work has gone into producing a story like this and having it link up with the first game in the way that it does. 
Uh, it's absolutely stunning. I mean, it's hard to bang on about because we've been talking about it like at length for the past uh, couple of months, really. Um, but I can't, I don't want to sort of, I don't want people to underestimate how much I loved this game. You know, I, there, there were people that came out against it and there were complaints about it. And some of them I can certainly see uh, and understand, but they just did not affect me at all. Like I, I loved every moment with this game. Um, and yeah, I could literally, I could play Red Dead Redemption free tomorrow. Like in, in fact, part of me is thinking about just starting over, doing it all again. I liked it that much. Uh, it blew me away. Anyway, uh, Sean, you were taken by this as well, weren't you? I was. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to try and think what to say that isn't just echoing what we've said over the last few weeks on the show anyway, but yeah, just as you say, the way that it not only fits perfectly with Red Dead Redemption 1, but actually improves it <laughs> in some ways. Like certain sort of offhand remarks by characters in Red Dead Redemption 1 are sort of fleshed out so brilliantly in this that hearing them again in Red Dead Redemption 1 is like seems really evocative and like, oh my God, yeah, they're referring to this whole thing that I now know about. Um, and yeah, as you say, the the story, like, Red Dead Redemption 1 nailed, like, a cowboy game. Like, it was, you know, it still had the whole thing of, like, oh, you, you know, it's in the dying days of, of you know, this the sort of cowboy frontier thing. Like, everything's getting civilised and there aren't, like, cowboys aren't really a thing anymore and sort of, you know, the dying days of the West and all that. But even though Red Dead Redemption 2 is set before it, I think it nails that a lot better. Like... It's a game about things winding up and coming to a close, <laughs> um, which is not, and, and not necessarily in a nice way. Um, and that is a very rare thing. Like so many games are all about, like you may, like you maybe start off a bit rubbish and build yourself up, and by the end you're brilliant and you win. And this is basically the opposite of that, um, which I think is incredibly bold. And it's, it, you know, it's a western where you spend like your gang spends most of its time going east. And just like, which again, just fundamentally, it's like, you know, it's the writers trying to be like, look, this is the, uh, it's the inverse of a cowboy story. Like, yeah, you ride around on a horse and you've got guns, but it's not a cowboy game, really. And I think that, I I think that's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I, I would also say that, you know, how we talk about emotional scenes in gaming Mm. and, you know, there's emotional moments or whatever. One thing we don't tend to talk about when we talk about sort of narrative in games are powerful scenes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like no one, you don't hear that a lot. Like, God, oh, that scene was really powerful. Like you do when you talk about film, cinema and stuff. Mm. There are scenes in this game, one in particular that we sort of referred to last week mm. that was properly powerful. Yep. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't, a mo- you weren't sitting there going, oh my God, is you know, something's happened and it's making me cry. I was like, <laughs> holy shit fuck that is dark it's perfectly played it is yeah like that was a very very powerful scene and Mm. uh you know it made me feel feelings that i hadn't games haven't made me feel before simply through the plot like as you know uh, this this is ignoring all the other shit that's in it but but the plot as well was uh, managing to do stuff like that to me it's Again, for a Rockstar game, that's so weird mm. because you think about stories that we've had in the past, even Red Dead Redemption 1, 
when you go back and watch it, there's a lot of like slapstick stuff in it. Yeah. Uh, and lots, lots of cheap jokes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Grand Theft Auto, uh, I mean, that's their own thing. It's almost a, a comedy, those games, you know, a dark comedy. Mm. Um, I mean, not, they've never nailed it like this before. I mean, I, the closest, you know, Max Payne 3 had a fantastic story, but it was nowhere near this. Nowhere near it. Um, yeah, it's like you say, the sort of the impactful scenes. Like you say, you know, most games, it's like, oh, did you see the bit where there was the plot twist or where this yeah, person yeah, yeah. died or whatever? Whereas this is like, yeah, I can't say without spoiling it, but yeah, there are there are cutscenes in this that are just two people having a chat, and they're just so beautifully written and acted, and yeah, and memorable. Even though nothing even really happens in some of them, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, well, I mean, even say as I said, Shield, like it's it's so it's such a, so throughout the game, I was playing poker. I'd mentioned that going through uh, like going to bars and just like playing with randoms, and you know that's mm. one thing. But when I realised that you could set up a player game of poker in your camp, and it was like <laughs> suddenly it wasn't just random NPC has made a bet. Suddenly it was like. Fucking, you know, Lenny laying Lenny, down yeah. his cash. I'm like, all right, okay, he's serious here. You know, <laughs> fucking Pearson turns up, and I'm like, I am going to bankrupt you. <laughs> um, Pearson's the cook, Matt. Yeah, uh, very good, <laughs> very good, David. Should we see what it's up against? Well, hang on, are we all gonna say a bit so we can yeah, do it? Can, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this this is a bit of a strange one because I, I had I had a bit of a like troubled start i guess the first 15 hours i was like i'm just really pushing through against the the overly complicated and what i thought was terrible controls um you get used to them yeah you you, you do definitely get used to them although at first like this just feels horrible to just control and it's like hold this button to do that it just felt overly complicated and not and not satisfying uh at all um the missions um i i still think are largely pretty basic they they do have the capacity to to change in the middle and stuff but but you generally do know the format of go somewhere shoot someone come back etc etc but yeah uh, I, I, as we covered the story is just i, I thought it's just so amazingly it, it's, just, it's just absolutely brilliant it was a story that kept me going through you know against the controls against this mission structure and this and the other um the story is amazing, and and for people who may have given up on it, who tried and they couldn't be bothered, I've, I've I feel sorry that they they're not going to experience this story because yeah, it's it's that's going to stay with me for a long long time. I thought it's truly excellent. Uh, if the story wasn't as good, um, maybe I would have given up. I'm not sure, but the characters, uh, the story, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Um, but I I still don't think it. Uh, I still don't think it's a ten. As, as obviously all the views came out they were all ridiculously high. It feels like when the game came out, that's when people started saying, oh, but the controls this, or the mission this, or this isn't amazing. Uh, well, in, this is in the some, thing, like, if the, <laughs> if the next game that comes out is one of mine, I can definitely come up with a load of stuff to criticise Red Dead 2 for. <laughs> like, <laughs> not, it's not perfect by any means, but it is fucking ambitious. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, but the, the, well, the stuff that he does is like, I mean, we'll get down to that when... Yeah. When it comes up against something, should we just pick, find out what it's up against? James, yeah. do you want it to say anything? Uh, I've got nothing because I've barely played it. So barely played <laughs> it. How many hours did you play in the end? Uh, I only just got to chapter two because then I stopped and played Spider Man. But I, oh. it is the next <laughs> game on my list that I'm going to play. So yeah, I pulled one out, and it, <laughs> this is how my paranoia is going. Right, you're going to have to trust me. 
I pulled one out, didn't unwrap it, and then I thought, well, they can hear me pull it out, so they might think that I'm checking. So I chucked it back in, but then I thought, that sounds worse. Now, because it looks no. like I've checked it, chucked it back in. That's not the case, I promise. It was against Bond Wash, wasn't it? Let's just it was up against. <sighs> uh, Yoku's Island Express. <laughs> oh, shit. Another okay. one of mine. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that's, that's, um, that is a toughie. Yoku's Island Express is a uh, side-scrolling Metroidvania uh, type game where you collect items and uh, it gives you access to different areas. Um, You play a bug on an island who's rolling a dung ball, is it, I assume? (laughs) Um, And that acts as a pinball. Uh, The island's filled with flippers and tables and bumpers and everything. Um, And you're essentially flying around this world uh, by being flipped up with these flippers in pinball st- style uh, levels. Um, there's a wonderful story behind it uh, about gods that are looking after islands and god slayers that are trying to take them down. Um, there, it's filled with uh, wonderful characters, like genuinely brilliant characters. It looks stunning. It's like got that sort of painted look to everything, hand-painted, hand-crafted look. Um, and it's just amazingly fun to play. The more, it, I think part of it was, uh, like initially it was, oh my God, this is surprisingly good because it kind of came out of nowhere. Mm. But then the more I played it, the more I was like, no, this isn't surprisingly good. This is just genuinely brilliant. Like it was, I just had so much fun playing it. Um, I, I think the music is stunning. I think, yeah, I, I, I loved everything about uh, Yoki's Island Express. And um, even after, long after I uh, finished the, the game itself, I went back in and uh, 100%ed it. And I don't do that a lot, but I loved the mystery around certain aspects of this game so much that it forced me to go back in and, and, and mop everything up. Uh, and I wasn't disappointed. Like, I, I mean, I also appreciated it because I spent, the majority of that game playing it with my son we would sit down on the sofa and uh spend hours just flying around this world and um it's hard to it, i mean it's hard to get across so uh, it was it was funny because when we were initially talking about this it was just before it came out um and my initial worry was that it was one of those games that i really loved that some people might find it a bit ir- irritating you know, like if you want to get from A to B, it's not that simple. You know, you've got to get through a series of um, uh, pinball tables. So I was a little bit concerned that it wasn't going to explode when it came out. Um, but then when the reviews hit, it was like, oh, no, no, I, I do. I didn't have to worry because it reviewed so well. And then it started blowing up on Twitter and everyone was talking about it. Um, and it really is just a brilliant game. If you've not played this um, I can't imagine a better if you've just bought a Switch. I can't imagine a better game to play over Christmas. Do you know what yeah, I mean? It's it's it was such a great Christmas game. Yeah, definitely. Just sitting playing it. I mean, it's not insanely long. Um, it can be if you want to hundred percent everything. But um, I could just imagine sitting down and playing this over Christmas. It's just perfect for that. Just fun doesn't take up like any frustration it's not frustrate frustrating um it's cute it's filled with wonderful characters um i think i think it's an absolute classic and um i i, I think there'll be a Yoku, yoku's island 2 um very soon 
And I think that'll be just as good, if not better, because there's oh, yeah, room to expand yeah, on this. It, it feels like this could definitely be the start of a you know a series of games. A franchise. Oh, I do want to say, totally. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to say that because that just sounds so corporate and like, oh, yeah, no, that's, we're going to do, what people call you know, we're going to do, you know, like a ton of these and all sorts. But yeah, uh, more Yoko's Island definitely uh, expand it in, in any way they can. But yeah, it's an absolute joy to play this game. Yeah. And it, yeah. Can, well, one second, but before you go on to it, James, Sean, did mm. you play it in the end? Oh, a little bit. Oh, no. Oh, not, I know, not enough oh. to really comment other than I fucking love the, the concept. Like, yeah, like a Metroidvania where you're a dung beetle with a ball and occasionally it's kind of a pinball game. It's <laughs> like just what a smart way to like, like instantly it's like an interesting traversal mechanic and it, you know, gives you this sort of interesting change of pace where like sometimes it's like a platform game and then occasionally you'll be like, okay, I'm kind of not locked in, but like here's like a sort of a set pinball table bit. Stop, um, stop one sec. Who's, who's doing that? That was an accident. Um, what? <laughs> what happened? I didn't hear. Just three times. Yeah, it was. What's going on? What are you Siri? James? No, I was the Siri. I was just. Uh, I was just typing something in, and then I accidentally pressed the Siri button. What? <laughs> what are you typing? Who? Yeah, who are you typing to? I ain't typing to anyone. I'm just typing in on my Twitter at the moment. That's all. It's, on Twitter? Uh, yeah. Why? You know? Why are you tweeting? Just having a look. That's all. We're in the middle of a, the you're podcast. You're checking Twitter he's during on, the one of the biggest see. shows of the year. Yeah, just. <laughs> Get on with it, anyways. He's getting on to Siri. What is Yoku's Island Express? Yeah. <laughs> uh, James, this is a big pod of the year. And you're this on Twitter. is fucking weird, James. What is going on with you? Nothing. I'm fine. Go on. First Detroit. Now this. I'm keeping an eye on Twitter. I want to know what's going on. Anyway. James, it's your go. <laughs> oh, Sean was speaking. Oh, uh, I mean, I was pretty much he done. Was, he was I just, speaking. Yeah, he was tweeting. Just, it's just a smart idea that feeds into the game in sort of lots of you know cool and interesting and different ways, and I think that is worth celebrating. Like, there's been a lot, um, you know, there's been quite a resurgence of Metroidvanias over the last like, couple of years. Action Verge, Hollow Knight, um, Dead Cells, and so on, but they're all quite familiar in a lot of ways. Whereas this seems like a, a yeah, just like a really interesting take on it. But yeah, I mean, this is it, isn't it? I mean, you you look at it and you think this looks like a million in- indie games. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is that it looks beautiful. It's side scrolling. Mm. It's you know, it's going to be another indie game, but it's so much more than that. Mm. You know what I mean? What I mean by that is that indie games that look like this usually have one very good idea that they tend to nine times out of ten expand on well enough, mm-hmm. but never really sort of just nail. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. This one fucking nails it. Like mm-hmm. it, it nails it. Some of the stuff that's in there is 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 so clever. Um, yeah, I I think this. Uh, yeah, I, I I can't wait to see more from uh, from Yoku and his island. Uh, yeah, and in James? terms of like, in, uh, I'll, I'll just jump in just for James. In terms of like Metroidvanias, I played a bunch over the last uh, few months, and it's uh, easily the most charming. Mm. Uh, yeah, you haven't Sorry, played James. Monster Boy yet. But um, yeah, which is also good. But this is—I mean, I—I I was not expecting to like this because I—I I don't really care that much for pinball games. But it's not a pinball game, really. I mean, it's part—I mean, it is the mechanic of the whole thing. But I was just totally drawn in by the exploration, which I thought was absolutely fantastic in this game, and just like figuring out the puzzles and everything. It was—it was 
really so good. I mean, I I didn't spend as much time with it as you, David, because I know you like unlocked everything. Whereas by the time I got to the end, I felt kind of done uh, by that point. But it's still, I still have that feeling of like I should go back at some point and um, play some more of this because yeah, it really is something something special. I think. Did you finish the main story? Yeah, yeah, I finished that. Ah, okay, cool. Uh, okay, then I, this kills me. It absolutely kills me. Um, I, I, it's one of those that I really wanted to get Yoku for as many rounds as humanly possible. Well, we can still do that. We can still do that. Yeah. Not, not when it's up against Red Dead Redemption Two, Matt. Not for me. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two <laughs> for me is just one of the best games of the year, and so is Yoku's Island Express. You know, but I can't. I mean, they're both my games. I've got to make a decision. And I guess I made that decision when I was nominating these games and the first game that I said was Red Dead Redemption 2. So I'm, I'm voting Red Dead. Uh, Matt? Well, I mean, if I think about you know, like which game frustrated, frustrated me more, it's, it's easy Red Dead. Um, you know, which one's more charming? It's, it's you know, Yoku's Island. Uh, I mean, I absolutely loved Yoku's. Had my problems with Red Dead, but... Um, yeah, I, I mean, for this, you know, the the better overall sort of piece is is Red Dead, for for sure. Uh, so is that your vote? So are we not going to have a discussion? We're going straight to vote, are we? Is that is that it? I mean, well, that's it's, what we've, uh... we've discussed both games, Matt. Well, there hasn't been really a discussion. There's been like people saying their pieces. Whatever, I'll vote Red Dead. <laughs> I mean, they're too different, aren't they? You can't. I don't know. It's I don't know what game. sort of discussion there is to be had in terms of this versus this because it's they're just completely different scales, aren't they? They're look, just... all, look, all these games deserve to be on this list. Yeah, exactly. All That's the thing. Like, games. There's right? no shame in getting in getting booted out in the first round because all Absolutely sixteen not. of these are bangers. The, the, the only thing is, is that Yoku's Island Express. I loved it so much that I was rooting for it to just not like. I wanted to to get through a few rounds. Mm-hmm. And there's not many games on this list that I'd be voting for ahead of Yoku's Island Express. But it just so happens, the luck of the draw, it's come out against Red Dead Redemption 2, which is uh, one of my favourite games. One of my favourite games. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, it kills it kills me, but that that's the way I've had to vote. Yeah. Sean? Uh, I mean, yeah, like I haven't played enough of Yoku's, so I've got to vote Red Dead, haven't I? Because otherwise I'm just being a wind-up merchant, so... <laughs> Yeah, James. Dead. Um, well, the thing is, is I would have to go for Yoku because I've not played it, but you know, I've not played enough of Red Dead to be able to make the decision. So, mm. but I'm happy with that because then that means it's had a vote. Like, yeah, wasn't a total. And it, uh, uh, part of me thinks that as well that there's a lot of games that it would have just taken out. It <laughs> lot a lot of games it would have taken out. Mm. But uh, Yoku's Island Express, the first one to go. That is absolutely gutting yeah, for that's me. Yeah, that's such that is, a shame. That is incredible. That is, that's actually a bummer. Yeah. And yeah. I'm listening to this, yeah, you, you should absolutely play Yoku's. It's just... It's yeah. very good. And, yeah, oh, it's, it's just the, brilliant. Just, just, it's just now, brilliant. I, I also... I finished my own story, but I didn't really... I, after that, I didn't, didn't play much more. But this is this makes me want to just try and go for 100% over Christmas. Because, yeah, it's just charming as well, fuck. Well, each, mm. each one of those little wickerlings were like a little puzzle. Um, and it was, you know, some some are not as good as others, but there were some really interesting ideas behind hiding those things uh, and just discovering that whole map and everything. And the story was so good. Oh, oh. next game out of the hat. Astrobots rescue mission. 
Afterwork Rescue Mats. Mission is uh, a PSVR game. It's a third-person platformer, um, but it's in VR. Um, it, uh, it, yeah, so you, uh, as, as the player, you take the role of, of the camera in-game, uh, and you uh, use your controller to, to move Astrobot around. You, you as a player don't, don't really move apart from these set little increments in a level, but mostly the what you do as a player is you can... You can aid Astrobot with the controller, which is uh, visualized in game. The controller has many tools. It might have like a laser. It might have like a, a ninja stars. It might have like t- tons of various little elements, and you use those uh, as, as well as obviously using the Dual Shock itself to, to to help and to move Astrobot around the levels. Now, um, I, I I was vaguely aware of Astrobot as a character because there, there was a, a 3D there, there was a, there's a demo on the PlayStation World demo disc, uh, which is basically you know it's a 3D it's a 3D platformer. You you take control of one of those little like Sony PlayStation mascots, and uh, when we all played it at PSVR launch weekend uh, together on uh, on the show, uh, we said, "Oh, well, this is this is really amazingly good fun. It's it's excellent." Um, and then what what transposes obviously the, the, they obviously built on those, but uh, but built on what what made that so good, and then now we're left with Astrobot Rescue Mission. The game itself is the most charming game. Uh, I've played this year and and maybe for many many years. Uh, that like the, Astrobot as as a little character which you see as you move around move around levels and controlling him, he he's he just amazing little mascot. He should definitely be Sony's new mascot over something like Sackboy or or whatever else is that they're currently using. Astrobot Astrobot itself is 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 a cute little thing. You can you can wave to it. You can you know, even his idle animations uh, are are. Um, are really cute and just like seeing him. I mean, when you say you can wave to it, I mean you can. I mean, I, mean, I did wave, wave to, to any it. character in the same way. <laughs> I know, but you can just yeah. But not yeah, actually the... waving to it in the game. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. But 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 actually, what waves too, doesn't it? Uh, uh, so it uh, uh, points anyway. Uh, they, they, so from the first second you start this game, or when I started this game, I was like, oh my god, this game just looks really beautiful. Uh, PSVR games generally, uh, they don't look incredible. Obviously, they're much like, much lower resolution than games you're, look, you're used to on TV, but in terms of sort of like the graphical style and the colours used, it really, like almost instantly, I was like, wow, this has got a Nintendo feel. And maybe it wasn't, if it wasn't the graphics, it was absolutely the sound and the music. The first level, the first track, the first seconds of the track, I'm like, oh my god, this feels... This was almost like Nintendo level of quality, just instantly without even moving the character, and then you then you start to experience the levels. And this game is constantly throwing new and clever ideas at you. And then just when you think you've sort of got a measure of it, it ditches them and it brings more clever uh, ideas, really clever uses of VR, really uh, um, really great use of uh, interaction between you and Astrobot um, uh, in the environment. Um, yeah, and and it, it, every single level, there was another great surprise. Every, with every level, I was texting James, and we were playing it around, around the same time. So, oh my God, have you have you done that bit on two one or two two or three one or you know, almost every level there was another great moment. Um, and, and you don't often see it in, in in many games, but this is a game where I just had to text James at almost every level, saying you've got to see this. I can't believe that happened. This made me feel this. Um, yeah, it's it's just it, it it's it's one of the best games I've played in such a long time. Um, it was I think it was, I think it took me like eight or so hours. 
uh, every minute of those, I, I, I was I was enjoying myself. It's just a joy to be in that world. The music, the charm, the graphics, the actual inventiveness of the platforming, the difficulty curve. Uh, I think you know uh, ramps up um, really really well. It doesn't get hard, uh, but but it, it does get more taxing towards the end as you're juggling abilities and and also as other levels get much more complex in like the fifth world. The bosses are definitely some uh, some of the best I've I've had in the game in, in so long. Um, obviously, you know, the fact is VR and 3D and it's in your face, that obviously adds a massive, massive part to it. But it's, yeah, like, and all the bosses are fantastic. The final boss is, is absolutely brilliant. Uh, and I, I absolutely love this game uh, so much. It's just, yeah, it's fantastic. And the, the, the only disappointing thing about this game is that not everyone is going to get to try it because obviously you need PSVR. So that's what, like a 200 or so uh, to £200 plus investment to play this game and that's the only upsetting thing people might think oh well VR like I don't care about VR or I feel sick or isn't it all just a fad it's such a shame that so many people aren't going to get a chance to experience this game um, obviously there's been like you know Mario 64 comparisons that isn't in the this game is as good as Mario 64 but if for me it's like I, I I think, but playing this game for the first moment, it felt like a sort of a Mario 64 moment. Like, oh my god, this is, feels like a new way to do platforming. It feels like this could be the start of something truly incredible. If, if this is like the first really big push, um, yeah, I absolutely loved Astrobot Rescue Mission. I uh, I finished it this week. Oh yeah, um, and pretty much echo most of what you said. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ, the 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 bosses, I've the, boss battles have not been done this well for God knows how long. And you know, part of it, a very small part of it, is the scale of the things. You know, that it, it nails the scale. The, the huge enemies that you're fighting against in this game actually look huge because you know they're actually in your face. Um. But the imagination that's gone into each and every one of them, from the way they look to the way they act and um, and their attacks and everything, um, it's just so incredibly well done. Um, and as you say, like the music can't be underestimated. The music, the soundtrack to this game is incredible. Like it's so good. Um, the uh, yeah, the platforming uh, can be at times right up there with good Mario levels. Um, especially the funfair level in World Five. Oh yeah, it's just a complete yeah. standout. Well, the, 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 that's that a neon one, isn't it? Yeah, well, well, I remember yeah. when I started that. I was like, I was looking around and thinking, like, this level compared to the first one, it's so much more complex. But it looked, it just looked so good. And yeah, see, yeah. for me, it didn't look anywhere near as good as some of the others. But you don't think it didn't need it? Nah, it, it didn't need to though, because it was just like it, it. That's where it finally went. Okay, let's do some platforming. And that I was more excited about that than I was about the visuals. You know what I mean? Like I just thought, yeah, and okay, I'm getting into this now. This is actual, pl- like, this is a platformer now. This is, yeah. I, I it's hard to explain um, to people that that uh, obviously don't have access to PSVR. I won't get to play this, but um, it's incredible how they nail it from start to finish it's the especially i mean the controls are one of the things that i think was most impressive and i think adding you know the hover thing that you have with that is genius because of oh, the yeah. fact that you're like operating in that like 3d space in vr it's it it sort of adds an extra level of sort of like precision to it that 
makes it much more sort of easy to. Well, it, yeah, it's to a great little fail safe, isn't it? Because, yeah, because, yeah, because so, you know there will be angles where it might it might be difficult yeah. to see exactly where you are. But and also other games they might use like a shadow on the ground. But in this case, you may be beneath the platform, so you can't even utilize the shadow. But yeah, the little jetpack to stop in case you were to fall off or miss a platform is yeah an absolute genius move. It's just like I mean everything about this game. It to me feels like it's been designed to be just as friendly as possible. You know, like to play and just you know just not frustrating at all. Like no point at any at any point did I get sort of frustrated with the game. I think yeah, that's that's impressive. Sure, I mean, I mean, just to echo the the Nintendo comparisons. Like it must be so weird as a developer to get. <laughs> that that comment that oh if this was a Nintendo game everyone would be going nuts over it because on the one hand it must be quite frustrating because it implies that it's not getting the credit it deserves whilst also being like the highest praise you can possibly give like a game like this um so yeah I mean I, I am hoping I will get to try it out at some point but I haven't so not a lot else I can yeah Nintendo thing's interesting if someone said oh this is actually a team that used to work at Nintendo and this is their first game, you say, I can totally see, I can totally see where the lineage is in this game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I really hope you, you do get to try it over Christmas, Sean. I can't wait to hear what you think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. Right. What's it up against? Let's go with this one. Moss. Oh, <laughs> it's also it's also one of Matt's, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's uh, it's funny this that weird, this is it? yeah, it's a weird, weird it's against this because mm. I guess I would say bef- um, up to before uh, Astrobot, Moss was one of the the best platformers on system. Uh, Moss is a yeah, it, it's another uh, well, I, I pretty platformer. I, I guess you can call it that, but. Um, you play the role of Quill. It's this little mouse character, uh, and. Essentially, it's like a, a a big storybook game. You play this 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 little mouse, and there's like a story about um about uh needing 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 these sort of like these these magical uh, magical what what how would you even describe them? But it doesn't matter. It, 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 it's it's like it's, it's you in like this a uh, storybook fairy tale sort of world. You go from like location to location. Uh, and um, again, you as the person in this game, you, you the human playing it, you uh, take the role of the, of, the, of this person who basically oversees Moss. And again, like Astrobot, Moss will look up to you and do little idle animations and make you feel uh, make you feel part of the world. Yeah, so uh, you are you are known as uh, the reader. Uh, and there were there were some great little moments in this where you, as the reader, would maybe look overlook a body of water, and you'll look down and you'll see your reflection. Um, you'll see your reflection in the game. Um, but yeah, so you, you you go from location to location. It's all like you um, see. Whoa, little, slow down. What you see your reflection in the? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. So so um, you are this. Uh, you're the, you're a thing called the reader, where you basically like these two brightly coloured eyes, and you think you're wearing a hood. But if you overlook a lake. Uh, the, 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 there's a bit towards the beginning where you see like this pond, and if you like lean forward enough, you then then get to see your reflection in the game. And it's like it's a, it's a, a quite cool little moment because before that, I don't think you've known who you are in the game. But what what was the reflection? Uh, it's, it's a reflection of his character that that, that you take that you take the you take the role of. You. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. In my head, for some reason, it was like a picture of you. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> How have they done that? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, 
um, Quill, Quill itself is is a really really charming little mouse character. Again, like Astrobot, full of loads of really gorgeous animations. Um, just like the, the 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 way you can look at her in the game and like the way she looks back. You can also you can also like go up to her and make her jump because she might be looking the other way. You can use the uh, the, the jaw shock um, in the game and, and basically almost make a jump so you do really feel part of her world uh, the, what it does is it uses um, the jaw shock controller and you'll use the sticks to move to move Quill around but also uh, using motion tracking on the jaw shock itself you can um, move that move the pad around in 3D space and like, use the triggers to grab onto things you might pull levers you might open doors you might do this this that and the other uh, and it's, it's a really nice a really nice little control method of using both the stick which we're used to in tons of games to move the character, but also using the controller in in uh, in three D space to you know to to to, um, to to grab things and stuff. Um, it's it's not it's not a terribly long game. I think it's like th- f- three to four hours or so. Uh, but the story it tells is really really nice. That there's it's it's all done through. Um, it, well, but so you go from location to location. There's not a lot of story in those so as much as an environmental storytelling can do. But between each level, you're then sat in uh in, in a massive 3d representation of a church and you're basically having a book read to you uh so you can turn the pages there's someone narrating the story um so and so and the whole thing has has a has a really big like, fairy tale vibe to it uh which i think is fantastic it does feel like genuinely quite quite a magical game uh, the game itself, uh, um, other than like going around and and doing all puzzles, it it brings in combat as well. Uh, the combat it can be quite complex, or oh, sorry, the com- combat itself is quite complex. But when you try and do puzzles and also kill enemies on screen and combine that with some of the platforming to get across across chasms or whatever you're doing, it, it can be quite frantic at points towards the end. Um, but yeah, it's strange that it's come across it's it's come against Astrobot because and it's a shame because. Yeah, I, I thought this game was excellent. And before Astrobot came along, this will be a, a massive recommendation and an easy one of the best games on the system. I still think it is, actually, in all honesty, but Astrobot would, I guess, pip it if it were to be a recommendation for one or the other. Uh, but Moss Sounds is excellent. Like it's also what we have son. to do. So, yeah. <laughs> see, I, see, I, <laughs> what, what, what I do you think, James? These. And as well. And it's... See, I, I would say... I mean, Moss is a very good game, but it's also a game that I feel... I mean, I said when I played it, I didn't feel like it really mattered that it was in VR, like to the same degree that Astrobot mm. does at uh, all. Yeah, I, I, I would definitely agree. I agree with that. I, I think it could work in not in non VR. I don't think VR is essential in 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 the same way as Astrobot. Anywhere near that, in fact. Um, but it only adds it only adds something for, for for you to feel part of the world as a reader. Uh, I, I think I think it definitely adds something. Certainly, the, especially I tell you what the the stuff in the cathedral is amazing. Like I remember sitting down in there, and you get a real sense of place, like sitting there, like looking around, like all the books and all that kind of thing. That was that was really good. Yeah, I yeah, like having that. a story read to you. It gets yeah. really darker points, and I was really convinced something was going to burst out and get yeah. me. Um, yeah, it, it, so it, it, it's only yeah, so five hours, and 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 um, and but I, I really want to see more. I, I think given the what happened. Things that happen in the story will certainly imply that there will be more, um, and I hope I hope it is. And 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 when they announce another Moss game, I I will be all over it because I really enjoyed my 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 five or so hours with the game. Uh, it's a shame it's come against Astrobot, um, but it's it's excellent. And this is also I think on it's definitely on Vive. It may well be on Oculus as well. Uh, but yeah, it's it's it's, it's a lovely little story. I think as well worth picking up. Okay, voting time, Matt. Yeah, um, as much as I love this, it has to be Astrobot for me. 
James. Astrobot. Uh, I'm going Astrobot. Sean. Moss. No, Astrobot. <coughs> What's that? Astrobot. Right, okay. <laughs> completely pointless. You've not played either of them. Man, uh, two already. Moss is out. It's a shame. It was good. Here we yeah, go. It's a real shame. But again, all these games are good now, so everyone that gets knocked out is going to be a shame. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Far Lone Sales. Hey! Sean's game. My Sean, game. Why? What? What is Far Lone Sales, <laughs> and why is it on the list? <laughs> Far Loan Sales is, I mean, yeah, on the, on the face of it, it is a 2D platformer, um, but the hook is, it takes a lot from, um, you know, the, these games that we, there's like a couple of them now where it's like you and other people running around like inside like a ship or something and having to hit buttons. So like, you know, we played regular human basketball at Res this year and that was amazing. And like um, Lovers in Dangerous Space Time is another one. But they're all like fun co-op games, whereas this, as the name implies, is about doing all that stuff on your own. And you basically you've got this. Like you start off in this house, and it looks like you've just buried someone. Um, and you then sort of make your way over to this workshop where there's this this vehicle that you get in, and like, I mean, the inside of the vehicle is amazing because it's it's all sort of neatly set out so that there are little tricks you can figure out to sort of do things more efficiently but then there's like there's like a little bedroom with like a little space you can hang stuff up in and it's like totally like doesn't serve any purpose other than to be like this is this vehicle was built for you to do a long journey in um oh no i mean it's just it's uh when you save and reload it that's your starting point Oh really? Yeah. I think do you know. I think I yeah. You must have played it through. I was right? going to say. I think I did it in like one sitting. Yeah. So yeah. yeah so there's there's moments where you like if you save, quit the game, come back, you yeah. wake up in bed. Uh, okay. So oh, really? yeah, yeah. Like, I, like, I also did it in one sitting, so I never experienced that. Oh, that's pretty okay. cool. Yeah, yeah. Pretty um, cool. And yeah, and it's it is sort of the inverse of those games, which, as I say, they're sort of they're sort of manic because you're all having fun shouting at each other, whereas this is like you've just got to do everything yourself, and you have to multitask. Event like initially, it's just like pick up fuel from the road and then chuck it in the engine and then push a button, feed it through. And then occasionally you have to like, um, you know, there's like other things you can push and stuff that make you a bit more efficient and what have you. But it's really simple. But then by the end, you've like added so many bits to the vehicle that like you're managing all these other systems and you're dealing with like, you know, environmental effects or things going on outside of the, the vessel that you have to deal with. I mean, in terms of puzzles, it's very light. Like, I think most of the puzzles are basically like, just look around, oh, there's a button to push, that makes this happen, then push something else. Like, there, it wasn't particularly taxing at any point, I thought. Um, but I just love the, the idea that it's like, it's sort of constantly riding this line between, like, being just about manageable and really not. <laughs> like, there's a couple yeah. of bits where you properly lose it and you, like, really start to panic and um but you can you know if you just take a second and think about what to prioritize what to do and where to go and like you can get through it and um i think like it's it's beautiful like it looks absolutely stunning um the soundtrack's unbelievable as well the fact that it's quite reactive as well um like when you first set off in the ship and you're still kind of learning like how to keep it going i don't know if you notice like if you do fuck up and like you lose your your power and the vehicle stops the soundtrack sort of fades out and then and then as you get it going again it like like comes back in well, that's really noticeable towards the end of the game yes. isn't it when the yeah, power yeah. runs out yeah yeah and 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. All um, of a sudden, there's, there's this big score raising up, and yeah. then it just stops. <laughs> it's, like, it's really clever. <laughs> um, um, and then yeah. the stuff with the radio as well. Like, did you? Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I thought mean, that was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, do you know what? I lost mine in my playthrough, and I was absolutely gutted. gutted. There's, there's a, a, I forget where you pick it up, but there's yeah, a part in the game where suddenly you basically you got a hearing. big tower. And yeah, like, yeah, you fucked up. Yeah, I did you that fucked bit. up though, James. What did you, you, you? Because on your <laughs> okay, I can say this. Not really a spoiler. I, I was checking out. Um, I, I wasn't actively seeking out anyone, but um, I noticed that you'd played it on Steam. So I had a look yeah. at your achievements, and one of your achievements was um, set radio on fire. So I think you must <laughs> yeah. have accidentally there, dropped it in what, some fire or something. There was a weird bit at the beginning where you know, there's like I thought it was like a post box, like you know, like when you were going into the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And I picked yep. something up. I pick, picked that up, and then like started carrying it across. But then for some reason, it kept on glitching and appearing in different parts of the screen. I don't know what that oh, was really? about. And then I yeah, kind of weird. lost it. So I don't know. Was that the radio or what was that? Oh, no, 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 no. no, no yeah, the radio. When you, when you climbed that big tower and set the radio, yeah. there was a little portable radio next oh, to it. Oh, I didn't know there was a portable up. one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Okay. Yeah, and you can just but take the, it with the, you and just the, listen to it. But the thing that done me right is that you know that post box thing. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the whole point in the game <laughs> that I was delivering it to someone <laughs> so I had it all the way through and then obviously yeah you don't need to do that but you get an achievement for it <laughs> so yeah, it was like fuck amazing um, but yeah. yeah no I just I'm trying to think I, I saw a trailer for this a while ago and then like it came out to so little fanfare mainly presumably because it is only on PC I know I said on the last episode I thought it was on the Xbox as well it still isn't like it's supposedly on its way but um yeah being like a a game like this that is pc only like is never it's not big news is it like if something's pc only then it's unless it's a fucking moba or or something then it's not really doesn't appeal to that sort of you know sort of main sort of pc audience so yeah like it it really needs to come out on consoles but Sean, we never knew. We didn't know about this game. Yeah. I did. I hadn't heard of it before. Yeah. You didn't mention it on the show for whatever reason. Um, I'm so glad you did because mm-hmm. I really, really enjoyed it. Cool. Um, Good. I loved it. I thought it was brilliantly done. Mm-hmm. I loved the atmosphere. I loved. Yeah. It really reminded me of Wally. Like oh, it yeah, had yeah. that feeling of completely on your own doing these little, like repetitive tasks. Mm-hmm. You know, especially right at the beginning where you get in off. Picking up a box, yeah. walking back on, putting it on the thing, pressing the button. And then, like, soon enough, I was like, I've got to do this. Now I'll do that. Now I'll do that. But I was all on my own, and it was just me making my way through my journey. And it just really just made me think of that opening, like, uh, 10 minutes of Wally, mm. where it was just like it, this little dude just like rocking about, just crushing things into squares. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's, I see, love the fact uh, that it sort of transitions from like, it being really sad that you're on your own to like actually feeling really fucking capable as a result. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like you were like, I, I was kind of like, I'm so glad there's not another character on here because I just need to get this bit done. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, that's on fire now. So, and I must stress this as well. The game isn't that the mm. game's not set out to go. Oh yeah. Now this is on fire over there. Now go over there. It's not like that at all. Mm. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if you could get through the whole game without taking damage. I bet there's parts where it does it on purpose. For, yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe, but like for the most part, I was breaking before getting to walls and yeah. managing to, you know, not fuck up my 
my uh, vehicle too much. <laughs> See, I, I really love the vehicle as well because, like, by yeah. the end, I felt so pro- protective of it. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I just, yeah, yeah. You just feel yeah. like, and also, you know, like when you have things like storms and stuff happen, I just felt like it's okay. I'm in my safe space. Like, yeah. it's it's gonna be, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. and it's and like, the sound design, keep... the way it transitions to the sort of the internal rain noise when you're inside. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, that's, oh, yeah, so that's good. great. But also, my favorite bit with that, with the atmosphere, was you know when it just suddenly starts to become dark. And yeah. it's just, yeah, it's so atmospheric, like the whole of that. I mean, I'll tell you something else that this reminded me of, and I don't know, I think, I, I mean, I know why, but you probably won't agree, but it's, do you remember, like, in Half-Life 2, there's those whole sections where you're like... Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It really reminded me of that. I don't know yeah. why, it just, it just it's because it's all, like, the bridges and, like, the kind of, like, the, the way the landscape sort of set out really reminded me of that. And mm. it was that same sort of feeling of, like, of being alone, but it's okay, you know, that yeah. you're that you're on your own. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I absolutely love this. It's, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, mm. I, pl- I mean, it didn't look that great on mine because I was playing on a old MacBook and like, it didn't look as good, but it still mm. was nice enough, like, to make me think, I mean, I'd, I'd love to play something like this on the Switch again, you know, as everyone yeah. always says, but, you know, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was very good. <laughs> what I will say is that when this does come out on consoles next year, get it. Yeah, just get it. I can't recommend it enough. I loved it. Yeah, if, I, if, really, I mean, really this felt like it felt like inside, but just nowhere near as dark. Uh, and I yeah. thought, yeah, I, and I thought, I, I can't believe, I mean, I wanted to text you, Sean, but I didn't want to like, ruin it for the show. But I wanted to say, like, <laughs> how have we not heard about this game before? Like, this is like, it's not quite, not quite as good as Inside, not quite as affecting as Inside, but it's definitely along the same sort of lines. I thought, this is, well, it's, it's, this it, is it great. It seems so polished. It's, yeah. yeah. It seems so mm. polished. Mm. You know what I mean? It's it, it's so well put together that you'd expect it to be, you know, reviewed as loudly as other games. Mm. You know, it doesn't feel like this small indie game that slipped through the net. It feels like, a, as you say, like an inside or a limbo that everyone should be talking about. It's funny as well because, I mean, it's not terribly long, but it's also one of the first of these kind of games that I've really felt I actually want to go back and play through that again. Because it mm. was a very enjoyable experience, you know, to like just to you know. Be did, in that uh, without spoiling anything, did you guys get the story reveal later on? That's a no. Uh, well, then. well, I understand when you go when you go into the offices. You mean? Yeah. Not really. No, I I I didn't twig until so I finished the game and then I I started another playthrough, um, and then suddenly it. it became clear and i probably should have twigged yeah. first time but I, yeah i i think i know what you're talking about yeah i don't um, so i'll but, find out later okay well yeah, but, we'll, yeah we'll discuss it afterwards but um yeah did right. the again without spoiling anything did the ending get you not really no i liked okay. it i thought it was beautiful yeah. but it didn't get me okay uh, yeah, I, I thought it was it was nice. Uh, there was like a t- uh, yeah, I, I didn't say it got me, but I could yeah, it it it, it made me feel it, it sort of changed changed my mood, but it wasn't like mm. oh my god. Uh, but it was uh, yeah, it, it was it was a good. It was a, I thought it was a great story. It was very subtle yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah, and I, 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 I did just come back to the atmosphere for like a game where you're mostly just in one environment and you're tra- and you're you know going through others. It's so atmospheric. Mm. It's just mm. you in that in that machine against the world. It seems and yeah, it's a simple task of you know st- stop the vehicle. Get get whatever you can get on the road for fuel. Use that, you know, like deploy the steam, break where you need to. It's not terribly complex, but yeah, it's just you against the world. And I thought it was mm. incredibly atmospheric for that. Mm. Sean, the ending really reminded me of a movie. Oh yeah, uh, I'm going to bleep it because <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for people. But <laughs> really reminded me of. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right, what's it up against? This is up against. Oh, I've ripped the. <laughs> what's happened? On Rush. Oh, shit. On Rush. So, uh, yeah, On Rush is uh, um, uh, quite a frustrating game to talk about because. In my head, it should be massive. Um, and I remember um, talking about this at the time of launch and saying that it really reminded me of Titanfall uh, because I'd played uh, at Titanfall. And it, my, my argument was that when I first played Titanfall, I got it instantly. I understood why it was fun, what it wanted me to do, and why this was so good to play. I understood the game mechanics. It just felt perfect. Um, and it sort of spoke to me. And when I played on Rush. It was exactly the same. I, I was like, this is just unbelievably good. Um, and it also reminds me of Titanfall because, you know, look at what happened to Titanfall 2. It came out, no one responded to it. It dropped in value and seemed to be a foul project. Um, this game is currently free on PlayStation Plus. If you've not played it, play it. Um, what Unrush is, is it's not a racing game. You look at the videos of it or whatever, it looks like a racing game. It's not a racing game. It's a driving game. Um, and it's a driving combat game. Think uh, Burnout uh, takedown mode, but on a continuous loop and it doesn't stop. Um, and that's what this game is. There's no laps. There's no uh, speed runs, nothing like that. It's all about, what is it, six on six battles? Um where you have to there's so many different game modes and they're all so brilliant like the first one we ever played together was the uh the gate one where there's the, mm. there's these gates and you've got a, each team you split into two teams of six each team has got f 30 seconds or whatever it is that is continuously um counting down every time you go for a gate you add a few seconds to your team's time and of course if you get wiped out that's you're not able to um uh, contribute to your team's time so you've got to keep topping it up and the team that manages to top theirs up faster than the other team wins uh, there's a game mode that's like king of the hill where there's this massive great big circle uh, quite far ahead in the uh, on the track uh, you've got to get in there and stay in there for five seconds uh, the more people like so if there's three of one team and two of the other then the one with the three three of one team that it, it counts towards them if it's even then it's a deadlock and you have to wait for someone to get wiped out or get back in uh there's switch matt which i think was your favorite uh that, that was the one now too that that was the one where you uh you start off you start uh, as, a bike. as a bike and you basically uh as you get destroyed you then go into the next vehicle uh, i think it's where it's like seven or eight vehicles in the end but what's great about that is that and basically once you're in the last vehicle you, you run out of lives and you can't you can't add to the score of your team is that how it worked now, once you're, once you're dead, right, so basically you've all got lives, um, and once you're out of lives, you're still in the game as one of the heavy hitter vehicles, but you obviously, you're out of lives, so you your team needs to have a number of lives to stay with stay in the game, uh, so you don't count towards that total of lives left for your team, but you still get the opportunity to try and take lives off of the other team, even though you're technically out of the game. Um, it was just genius. It was, it was brilliant. Uh, on top of that, the style of it, like the music, the uh, the visual, like the visuals. I thought, all right, it wasn't the best looking game ever, but I still thought it looked stunning with the amount of carnage that was going on on the screen. Um, the different classes of vehicles. So it, you know, people were comparing it to um, Overwatch, and it certainly 
takes ideas from other games. Um, but you've got like a, a sort of overdrive uh, mode or an onrush mode, what they call, um, where you build up your sort of meter and then you get a special ability and that can be anything from leaving a trail of like slippable surface behind surface behind you to um leaving these barriers or smoke screening the players behind you uh all sorts of stuff like that uh one of them turns you into tron where you leave like <laughs> this wall just like right behind you you can just cut in front of people and wipe them out and it was so so good that it actually leaves me quite angry that it didn't take off. Um, I'm hoping that PS Plus has sort of given it a new lease of life and and uh, you can get full games because that's the only reason why I, start, I stopped um, playing it. Because every time I would log in, all you'd have is uh, a team of bots to play against. And it it just was nowhere near as fun. Um, so yeah, ar- arcade uh wonderful driving with that was so unique compared to anything else that's come out before it and it nailed it like the game modes were fun it was just brilliant to play i mean i put what 40 to 50 hours into it um and i loved every minute of it absolutely loved it unlocking characters and clothes and dances and stuff like that it was all good yeah i I thought it was also excellent and i guess what killed it is just a lack of other people (laughs) also super engaged in it um yep but yeah it was it lacked the community yeah it really did and uh unfortunately it's it's all did it in from there and from there on in really because i mean all the game all the races and sort of the battles and stuff we played were brilliant fun all the modes were great it was yeah it was it was really uh high intensity uh it's just a a really fun racing slash battle game however however you want to describe it um I, i think one of the things that sort of went against it is that if you look at it it looks like uh, what well, you look at it and think, oh, I know what I know the measure of that game. It's a racing game, and maybe there's weapons or this. It just it's not great to look at. It's only when you play it, you think, oh, I understand now. It's not a racing game. It's not what it might look like. It's actually this, and there's more levels of sort of tactics you can do, and so on and so forth. It's particularly particularly in that switch mode. Uh, and yeah, unfortunately, it just it just it didn't catch fire. Like after playing the first few the first few races, and after playing it res, I really thought it would, but. Yeah, but it's it's still still an excellent game. I think if if uh, you know it's on PS Plus, as you said, it's on Game Pass, I believe. Um, I think if you and a bunch of mates like get into it, you you have plenty of hours of of great fun in this game. I'm going to play it tomorrow. Actually, I'm going to check it out on on the PlayStation see if it's got a scene. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, doing a barrel roll into the circle that you're supposed to try and get into <laughs> while landing on a enemy's head and blowing them up. Yeah, brilliant. Oh my. God, does that feel good? God, oh my God! Like that <laughs> feeling of just absolutely mugging someone off in the most stylish way possible. Uh, very good game. But we got a, we got a vote. Far long sales versus on Roche. on Roche. on rush. What are we going with? I mean, I'm going to go for far. Obviously, uh, I'm going on rush. Right. I'm going to go for far as well. Uh, yeah, Shit. me too, actually. And uh, I guess that surprised Shit. me after not knowing about the game last week. But uh, really no, enjoyed. I'm, I'm properly chuffed with that. Uh, like, regardless of what happens to it in the next round. Um, it, like I said, I brought it up as a bit of a punt, and yeah, I'm, I'm really glad you've all enjoyed it. So, chuffed. No, I, um, yeah, thank you. I, 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 I uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm okay with that. Chen, Chen I love on rush. I've, I think some. Chen knew where the what? game had come from. Sean, because I was sitting there playing mm. it, and she sat next to me, 
She looked at it and she said, is that an indie game? And I was like, yeah. And then she said, does Sean recommend that? I said, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I um, nice. Yeah, no, I, I love Don Rush, but I, I really liked Farland Sales as well. Mm. So uh, yeah, I'm happy for that to take its place. Cheers. It's not bug- bumming me out too much. Good shout, Sean. Oh, I've got to say, I mean, I, I, um, after Sean suggested it, I, I got in contact with the devs and... Uh, and, and uh, and, uh, and the dev uh, kindly sent us uh, some codes so we can all play it. And I, I, I really appreciate it. But thank you, Sean, for suggesting it. Because that's right. Uh, I mean, it's it worked was, out it's quite just... well. Because if I had just talked to, talked about it on the show when I played it, it'd have just been like, yeah, all right, whatever, fucking PC game. <laughs> but, but it's all sort of. But you've essentially forced us to play this game. Yeah, pretty so much. It wasn't intentional, but uh, yeah, worked out all right. All right, next one. Yakuza Six: The Song of Life. Nice. Oh. <laughs> James, this is your you game. just go if you want James it's all well, right. no, because, no, because the thing is right is this is a really difficult one to talk about because I know how you all feel about the series so and, you know, there's like I mean it's Why generally I'm like, still I'm still sort of on the fence but hopeful Sean oh, yeah, you're on the fence but hopeful Matt doesn't care Sean, and Sean just hates it you played it, it for a, just hates you played it. It. It's, you, know. you played a Yakuza game for an hour that was it <laughs> and it was good it is good. Yeah, all right. But you see, the other problem about this is it's not even the best game in the series, like because it right. really isn't. And I know this will sound like I'm selling it badly, but for me, this was it still really a does, special yeah. game. Well, no, it's, it's still a special game anyway, because there are moments in this game that I still feel are probably better than uh, than in like even like in Yakuza Zero. Mostly because I mean the whole theme of this game is about legacy and family, and for me, it really kind of like struck a chord. Mm-hmm. Particularly because there's this idea of like trying to reach younger people and trying to sort of like impart like not wisdom but sort of your experience to them, but then it doesn't really work out, and then you still have to sort of pile in and kind of like fix things. And I don't know. It, I, also, I mean, the other thing that I was really pleased about with this is the way that it really opens up into different sort of locations in Japan that you get to go to, and there's a completely different vibe uh, than in the other games. I mean, in the other games they're mostly sort of focused around Tokyo, and here you go to like Osaka and uh, to other locations which have a more sort of like countryside feel, mm-hmm. and there's just a different atmosphere. And I, I really, I really, really enjoyed that. I mean, the combat, which I know David doesn't like is like really refined by this point and even though one of the things that I thought was also impressive with this is the way that like Kiryu is like really slowed down with age because at this point he's you know he's 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 quite old and but you still can sort of like you know get yourself pumped up and you can still sort of engage in in the fighting and it doesn't I mean this didn't even matter much because the the story just felt so much more focused than in most of the other Yakuza, Yakuza games that I've played. And like bearing in mind that I've played a lot of them in like the last two years or so. I mean they there does seem to be one that comes out like every couple of months or whatever. And this is one that still has sort of stuck with me. I mean, although the conclusion isn't what people have hoped for, I still feel it had resonance because it's this idea that, you know, even though you're simply you you're you're sort of something important in this world you still have to step away at some point and there is a time to sort of say goodbye. And I felt that it did manage to sort of nail that. And so many, so many of the characters that they introduced in this, like, because the writing I felt was so good, even though they'd only just been introduced, I still felt by the end of the game they're some of the most memorable ones. And that that's what I feel the strength of this game was, was, was in this. There's less to do. I mean, there's absolutely less sort of like messing around to do. But the core focus of the story I felt was much more interesting than particularly in like Yakuza 2 that I played recently. But I know this is a really hard sell because I know that none of you are really particularly interested in this kind of game, but this one did mean something to me, mostly because of this idea of like 
growing up and the fact that you're sort of trying to impart something to somebody else. And I feel like I always feel like I'm doing that at the moment with my own children. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, this meant a lot to me. I, I enjoyed this game. Cause it, cause it is, this one finishes Kiryu's story, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Well, yeah. it looks like it does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's just cause yeah, I can, it's... I can understand like, because when did the first Yakuza game come out? It's what, 15 years ago, something like that. Yeah. And to bring something like that to a close, like and to like as a player to sort of feel the weight of all those years coming to a conclusion, like must be huge. So I, yeah. I get it. Um, and I think what a lot of people didn't like was the fact that they didn't really go. They didn't with this. They don't really go back to all the people that there's been in the previous games that much, and they introduce right. all these new ones. But I think that's because that would have felt really played out like by that point because you yeah. you you know you've done this so many times before and i mean in yakuza 5 which i haven't played i know that this focuses on like a bunch of different characters as well that you can like play as mm-hmm. whereas this one is much more just straight down the line this is kiryu's story and this is how it kind of ends yeah. and i enjoyed that i i really did it's um yeah still a special game I enjoyed it much more than the other remakes that have just come out mm-hmm. uh, james do you think that's all cheapening the series by releasing so many games in such a short space of time. I know, obviously, they've obviously found a uh, a process to which to get it out super quick, and if they do that, they must well do it because they can sell sell more, make more money. But it feels like I mean, I I, know, I, I haven't played the series, but there's been so many in, in such a short space of time. Yeah, but a lot of them have been re, re- yeah, they're all uh, they're all re-releases. I mean, yeah. six was the only one, and zero obviously were the only two that have come out that are new experiences. The rest are all just been remakes. I mean, I've been happy with the way they've come out because this was a series that I didn't have anything like to do with really until Yakuza Zero came out, and then I've discovered it's one of my favourites ever. It's and. That's why it's been really good that they've come out at this at this rate. I mean, I'm still just really hoping that they're going to release like three, four, and five as well. Like that, eventually they'll come out on PS4, and you know, they're, apparently they're going to. But um, I think I don't think it cheapens it because for a lot of people like me, this has been it's just been good to know that it's getting support and that people are enjoying it, and that it's um yeah that there's there's more coming out. <laughs> really? Fuck uh, off, David. Fuck off. Huh? <laughs> what's he what's he going up against? Let's find out. If it's Detroit, this is rigged. <laughs> Detroit, become human. You are joking, no. right? Nope, that's the one that I've got in my hand. I swear to God. <laughs> fucking rigged I swear this, to God, this is rigged. This is absolutely, absolutely rigged. not. Absolutely not. And there's no way that I would rig this thing. I swear to you, James. This I, is rigged. Why wow. would I put up Red Dead Redemption against Yoku's Island? No, he's not just, saying you rigged just that. He's saying you rigged this one. <laughs> oh, fuck off. No, there's no way. I... I, I all I can say is that I could swear to you I am not rigging any of this. That's the one that's come out. Detroit Become Human, which is <laughs> James's game. Here I we know go. why James is so upset because now he's got to choose between one and two. Like one of his kids, you know what I mean? His two choices. His two he's most now loved games of the year. Yeah. Uh, so James, go for it. Let's let's hear this wild <sighs> plan this, that you've got. Let's hear this crafted, plan. I mean, crafted description know, it's, of this it's, game. It's it's not it's not a wild plan. I mean, I just I just okay. So when I think about what to select for game of the year, I always have to consider like what games I felt a connection with. And you see, okay, with the exception of Nomad Soul, I've played all of the games like released by Quantic Dream, and all of them I feel have had one thing in common, and that's the desire to like connect with people on an emotional level. So with Detroit, 
David Cage has certainly managed to achieve this, like for me. Like absolutely he's I've I've had a, an emotional connection with this game. It's been a strong emotional reaction, uh, like especially like during my playthrough. But I mean, having quite recently played Detroit, I was really struck by how committed Quantic Dream seemed to be to delivering like a specific experience. And this experience hasn't changed since Fahrenheit. And despite <laughs> what, no, and no, no, listen. And despite the significant <laughs> evolution listening. in design brought about by other adventure games like Walking Dead and Life is Strange and stuff, Quantic Dream have doggedly stuck to their vision, ignoring innovation and staying true to the design principles that they successfully introduced in 2005. Good, you can tell he's reading this from a from so, a thing. Can't yeah, you? This, this all sounded better. He's in never used so, doggedly ever for the. For, for the time <laughs> yeah. That's the thing is, I mean, but the thing Have is, you've got in to the beginning. Yeah, just the fuck up and let me just. Just get on with this, right? Did I did I inter- interrupt you every single time when you're talking? Yeah, but I didn't make a mockery of the whole fucking. I'm not, I'm not making a mockery of this. I'm talking about yeah, the are. emotional connection that I've had the, with the, this James, game. There's no and point like leading us on. We know what the 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 you know the payoff is going to be. You the don't like it. Is I don't like it. Do you, well, no, I've not. I haven't said that. I've, I absolutely have not said that. I mean, do you want me to continue or not? Am yes, I going to continue? Do. Please. I don't think I want to anymore. This is this is absurd. I mean, what? <laughs> oh, fuck off, James. Just read your little script out. All right. So <laughs> that didn't take much convincing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I will. I will. Oh. God. Okay, so to create an emotional connection with the player, the three characters of Detroit go on a journey in which they may not evolve as characters, but during which player decisions at least create more dramatic moments. These moments are totally successful at achieving immersion if the player completely ignores the context within which they occur and the logical <laughs> development of the plot. Fortunately, it's easy to do this because of how amazing the game looks. Like a Christmas tree bauble, distracting attention away from the rotting tree upon which it is hung. The graphics in Detroit, <laughs> particularly the facial animation, are exceptional and provide a wonderful and engaging distraction. This distraction doesn't entirely last, as when I first played through the game, I did notice that the characters didn't move entirely convincingly. The movement is kind of robotic, but then I realised that this is because they are androids. Why then do the humans act and move in the same way? Obviously, this uh, is... See, you know, you see, no. you've, if you're going for... I'm not finished yet. ...being just positive, but little, little sly digs, that you let me lost finish. it there. Just let me finish. Just let me finish. Can you just shut the fuck up and let me finish? Okay. <laughs> Why then do the humans act and move in the same way? Obviously, this is because David Cage is trying to make the point that androids and humans really aren't so different to each other, at least in terms of animation, but also acting quality and scripting. Some may say that the story is hackneyed and cliched, that the child in peril stuff is poorly framed and the villain is such a cartoon one with such a wooden performance that it's hard to take it seriously. But this is only a problem for a player who ignores context and logical plot development and fails to immerse themselves themselves in the world that David Cage has built. David Cage is often accused of obliterating... Or the one that Rockstar built as well, by the (laughs) way. it's not about that. Can I can I finish? This is yes, my last James, paragraph. Okay? Mate, I was done. joking with you. I was on your side then. I weren't having a go at you. I was having a go at Matt. David, Chill out. David Cage is also often accused of obliterating any sense of subtlety from his games through heavy-handed handed use of symbolism. I would like to put forward a counterpoint to this. He's just making sure that everyone understands <laughs> his artistic vision. He's trying to connect with the player, and like it or not, Detroit certainly stirred emotions in me. These emotions may not have been the ones that were intended by Quantic Dreams, but they were powerful, and for that reason, I feel they succeeded, and Detroit deserves to be nominated for Game of the Year. Done. Here's Sean. Mm-hmm. 
you know that guy that stood up at the uh at the what was it the diablo thing and said <laughs> is this some sort of april fool's joke yeah james is on a par with him after that <laughs> whatever like i mean that is one of the most pathetic petty like snarky what horse shit I've ever heard. Well, what, what is what the matter to say? I mean, the thing is, is this, right. Is, is this the reason why you literally gave up a game that you love yeah. to nominate this? Because I wanted this to is what no, you were because I for. wanted to highlight what a fucking joke it would have been to have this game in the in the game of the year list. It's well, I absurd. might not have selected it. Absolute bullshit, Matt. There is no <laughs> way that you would have chosen like, it. I was saying, and if you just didn't like choose before, it, like, I've if you so didn't fucking choose it, then finish, the listeners would have done. You're going to let me no, finish. I'm not. You're going to let me <laughs> finish. Not, no, you didn't let me finish. I did let you finish three times out of your <laughs> little <laughs> written <laughs> script. <laughs> you did not. You talked over me the whole time. No, I let you read your little story and all that kind of thing. Fuck off. Okay, 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 stop. Matt, can you just explain why you like the game? Um. Yeah. Well, <laughs> because, because, I, I, because I was, I was genuinely emotionally affected by this game, and I've said in in the past it was it was obviously it's, it's like a car story, you know, it was a child in peril. We've been in this before, <laughs> uh, you know. That, that, that's my kryptonite. Any game of that, and I'm I'm basically a mess, uh, crying on the floor. Um. But but also, I, I I enjoyed it way more way more than I thought it would. Um. I think the decisions you make in each of the scenes. There are tons of different variables for loads of scenes, and I think that sort of goes um, unmentioned as, as something that I have, I think, improved over the other games. I mean, you see that flowchart at the end of each scene. You maybe didn't even need to see that, but I liked the fact you did, and it showed there are tons of different options within each of these each of these scenes where things can go right or go left, and that changes you know whole scenes you might see. Uh, I thought that, I thought that was really really well done. I thought graphically it looks really good. I thought the uh, acting was really good. I actually really liked all the three characters, and even like the uh, the, the sort of characters alongside the the three main ones. Um, but uh, James, I mean, I, like I've played a lot of Vega games this year, and I know like the meme running up to this is like, "Oh, Matt's go keep it, let's go include it as games of the year." In the, in like uh, you know the weeks leading up to this, I'm like. I don't know if I want to keep this joke. That's running. absolute bullshit because that's no. why you chose Guacamelee too, which you <laughs> which you were quite happy to but pass this, up at the end because you were that forced was weird. into choosing that. that, was weird that, that you, yeah, it does, it does, it's not about Guacamelee. We're talking about Detroit. Um, yeah, and I was like, I, I played so many good games. Like, am I really going to like pass up one of those fantastic games? And there have been lots of very good games this year. Am I really going to pass up for this this joke because I, I because I actually enjoyed? So Detroit. you admit that it's not very good, then, yeah. <laughs> no, no, James. I'm right. It's very easy. You just said it's a joke. And well, uh, uh, no, I meant I meant the joke of me like selecting this above other incredible games this year. I, I'm not saying uh, this isn't an incredible game, but did I enjoy it? Absolutely. And I think it's very possible to enjoy deeply flawed products. I mean, like, I'm sure loads of us like like an embarrassing album or watch a film, even though we know the films aren't great or we we read yeah, a book because totally it makes us comfort. Are you gonna let me finish, James? Are you gonna let me finish? No, no, I'm not. No, no, again, I'm not gonna let you finish. Well, like you did. It's you the just thing said is, that. <laughs> Would you, well, yeah, well, I'm having to repeat myself, aren't I? Because you're doing it again. It's, I mean, you can, yeah, you can, you can absolutely enjoy it like this stuff, but you don't nominate it for game of the year. I didn't. You did, you idiot. I know I did because to stop you doing it because you were definitely <laughs> going to do it because there's no way you would have done it. Just got done. That makes no sense. You just got done, James. But you don't nominate it for game of the year. You did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's great because we can. It. 
We can never truly know whether Matt was going to put it in. Or if not. he hadn't done it, the vote. listeners would have done. <laughs> well, you, we'd never know that, James, because you chose it as one of your games of the year for 2018. Yeah. I anyway, did. so uh, is that it? Are we? Uh, are we? Uh, is are we done? No, no, with the thing the I'm sick of, right? Is it like oh, just because I like this? <laughs> it's like oh, well, yeah. Matt, Matt doesn't really have an opinion on it because he likes the game and the game's shit. It's all shit. Like you do write him off a bit, James. Yeah, I yeah, say, like, no, I didn't say that he's. So. No, I didn't say that. You know, you haven't got an opinion and all that kind of thing. I just said your opinion's ridiculous. It's like <laughs> abs- <laughs> absolutely ridiculous, James. You also said that it wasn't a terrible game. It isn't a terrible game, and this is the point. It's it's just a very very average dull game. So why do you get so angry? Yeah, why about are you so it? emotional about the game just because I like because it and you the, think no, it's average? I, I got annoyed because of the fact that Matt had a go at me for it, for saying, you know, for like saying, oh, you're just being negative about it, just but because it's a David Cage game. Like, I fucking, I hated Detroit. Hated it. You, you right? didn't and hate I, it, I, like, did I, Yes, I hated it. I thought it was awful, right? And I said that on the show, and it, I'm not mad at Matt for liking it. No, I'm not mad at Matt for liking it. I'm mad at Matt for having oh, a go at me mad. for it. That's the only reason. Yeah, Matt, Matt didn't accuse Dave of being like biased against David Cage. That's true. <laughs> well, no, but the, Dave doesn't uh, have like huge monologues about David Cage this and David Cage that, and it's just I don't know. Anyway, he doesn't have to. Yeah, he I didn't focus Fahrenheit, on. Though. Have you What? I've played uh, Fahrenheit. Yeah. Oh, you have played. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was okay at the start, and then it's just it was. Terrible by the end. Yeah. Uh, Heavy Rain's <laughs> no, the best game that he's done, and <clears throat> James didn't even like that. Yeah, it was all right. So I, think, I think James' sort of perceived bias is simply just him being worn down by playing a series of mediocre games. Yeah, personally. yeah. that's the thing. They're just desperately <laughs> mediocre, like those games. Yeah. It's uh, no, but, but, no, they're but not. No, you Beyond can't, Two Souls. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one that broke me, David. Was Beyond Two Souls because it's yeah, just that was so bad. It's so I never played Beyond Two Souls, but I, I really enjoyed Heavy Rain at a time. Uh, didn't play. Uh, I played like a tiny bit of Fahrenheit, um, and. Uh, but yeah, I, I, but after playing this, I, I'm actually quite interested in whatever the next game is. I think there are improvements here he's made to the, to you know to how the games function in terms of you know in terms of characters, in terms of all the various threads of a scene and how those can how how those can interweave with other scenes. Um, I thought the story was good. It's short. It's a pulpy sci-fi you know B movie thing. But as a game, as an enjoyable experience, yeah, it, I, I I thought is really well done. Uh, yes. Yeah, I know you can say the writing isn't great. Just yes, he doesn't like, do great with like tell. you know, you know, just a joke, c- certain political just, stuff. Yeah. But I, I, it's still enjoyable, and I'm I, yeah, I, I I'm really glad I played this game this year. It's it, actually no word of a lie, definitely one of the most one of the most emotionally affecting games this year for me. So uh, so why wasn't it on your game of the year? Because you chose it before I had a chance to. James. I mean, for the way you're why talking you about it, it, from the way you're talking about it, it would have been on your well, list. It doesn't, we'll never know, because you chose it. <laughs> you stole it from James. me and you stole it from the audience, James. Just because <laughs> you, you had like a 10-minute embarrassing monologue about how much you hated the game and you used the word doggedly in it. And I, <laughs> nothing wrong with that, Matt. Nothing wrong oh, with that. I can't wait to listen back to that. In, oh, fucking embarrassing, James. We get it. You don't like I, it. I, I must admit, I, Matt, it is quite exciting that we're actually going to be included in those cringe compilations that you see <laughs> on, yeah. Yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube won 2019. It's just going to be that. <laughs> <laughs> 
James, I know this is hard for you, mate, but which one of your choices are you going to uh, vote for? I mean, should we just wave through Detroit now? Because that's what you're all going to do. I mean, it's we'll just... We'll vote, James. Out. We'll see. Let's find out. See, obviously, I'm going to vote for, uh, for Yakuza 6, because it meant something to me. Um, but, obviously, your guys are all going to vote for Detroit, so go on, get on with it. Matt? Well, I'm definitely going to vote for Detroit. Sean? No, I don't. No, you go next. No, no, like, okay, like, both of you, right, before you say anything, come yeah. on, just think, like, Dave, I don't think you hated this game, did you? Well, well, I did well, what hate do you think it, about Yakuza? Yeah. I hated it. Well, I never played it. I mean, I certainly enjoyed, as much as I didn't get on with Yakuza, I certainly enjoyed the time that I spent with that than more than I did Detroit. And now I'm not talking about Yakuza 6 because I never played that. I played Yakuza 0. But the time I played with Yakuza, um, uh, Zero was far more enjoyable than than uh, Detroit. I mean, without a doubt. Right. So let's face it. Whatever gets through out of the two of these doesn't really matter because they're not going to make it through the next round. <laughs> True. I well, think I think Dave okay. is going to say Detroit because I think he's annoyed at James for this little ploy of his not really panning yeah, out. Yeah, it, it's, so, it's, 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 it's Sean, Sean, so, <laughs> Sean, don't yeah. like. Don't judge me like that. Like, don't think you know me. I'm voting for Detroit. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I'm voting for Detroit. Yeah, I'm voting for that one. Because fuck you, James. Remember the Titanfall thing. You know, I'm, I'm going to remember this when we come to the next round. Just you all remember that. Well, you got a okay, great memory there do, by James. James, James this, is not, remember. this is <laughs> not a vote against you. This is, this is purely so we can fucking move on. Detroit. Yes, oh, there we go. <laughs> Yakuza 6 is gone. Oh, I'll be off, James. Great plan there. How, how predictable. Great but, yeah, fucking plan, you idiot. <laughs> I don't care. If it goes through, then it's just because, you know, I nominate it. <laughs> you keep so going I'm through, James. That's fine. Oh, no, to be, cl- to be it clear, wins, if Detroit if ends up winning, you're going to be missing another host next year. That's not, that's <laughs> not happening, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. I'm sure, I'm sure Gary Deaton will fill oh, your spot. Oh, Gary Deaton. He'll be a very happy boy <laughs> he right now. He's a fan of Detroit, wasn't he? <laughs> I can already see the angry thread of 15 tweets from Getty Dutton. Mate, I, I, do you know what's great? I don't have to be here for feedback. <laughs> I don't right. want to be here for feedback. So you can just set the bomb off and just walk so, away. Was, so, 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 the that was the plan, James, was it? That was what, what you did last week. Was there's to no do plan. Your... There's absolutely no plan. My only plan but you was were to saying, get no. My only plan was I'm to get that control. noise out of you, uh, Matt, which I did get, and that I was <laughs> I was satisfied. No, 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 you were giving it that I'm taking back control. Yeah, I managed to like Go explain on. the no, situation Matt, here, t- and then Matt James. just restated the same thing again. If listen, Dave, this is what would have happened, right? If I hadn't have chosen Detroit, <laughs> Matt would have chosen Detroit. If he hadn't have done, which he definitely would have done, we'll never know. then the listeners would have done. Then we still would have had the same ridiculous argument that we've already had about how it's not yeah, a very but, good but game. think about this, James. I know, I know. If you Matt had chosen I know you would, Detroit, then we, we could probably have voted, voted it. for it. I know, it's fine. I just didn't you want to literally give, I just didn't the, want to this give... past week. James, the past week you've literally been Brexit. You <laughs> thought you had a plan, you were trying to take back control and now it's all yeah. fucked. Well done, mate. Either way, well the done. game that I've chosen has got through to the next round, so it's fine. Oh, I hadn't, you're going to take the credit now. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> well yeah, I mean, you voted through, Matt. I mean, you know, you must yeah. Next one out of the hat is Dead Cells listener's choice. Uh now I haven't played this James you've probably put the most well I did play I played it for like 20 minutes. Um and I really fucking enjoyed what I played of it but James you've spent the most time of it so I'm keen to hear. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I played why about this should be on the list. Maybe 8 to 9 hours of this. I mean I I have to admit I did stop when it became apparent that 
I didn't think I was ever going to finish the game because it does get like ridiculously hard, but it is still like very enjoyable. I mean, it was, I mean, see on my list, I mean, this was actually my backup choice. I was going to go for this one because I couldn't choose Hollow Knight and Hollow Knight was the game mm-hmm. that I really, really wanted on this list, but you know, we, we couldn't make it happen. <laughs> but um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't really know what to say about this apart from the fact that in, in like, I mean, nowadays we have, there are so many of these like Metroidvania games like around. Well, this one really does stick out because of the fact that it's so, you know, it's the roguelike element where, you know, every time you play it, it is kind of different. But I don't know. I don't really know much else to say because it's a it's a good, very solid game, but I just found it a bit too difficult. I mean, Dave, what did you think of it when you did play it? Yeah, I thought it was good, but I mean, I've, I've played it for half an hour. Yeah. Like, I, I loved how it looked. I loved how it played, but I, yeah, I didn't put enough time in it. I'll be honest with you, you're letting the listeners down. I know, right I know. Now. I know, but I, I don't really have much. I mean, the reason I didn't nominate this is because I didn't really have a huge amount to say about it. Because whilst it is very good, I didn't think it was anywhere near as good as like Hollow Knight was. Like, I didn't connect so with it's it. So like, it's, it's like a roguelike. Is it roguelike? No, what they call it when it's. Um, yeah, roguelike. Yeah, it's a roguelike yeah. Metroidvania style. Like thing, a roguelike game, a Metroidvania type thing. I mean, at least talk about the game. Well, that's... You just said, yeah, I liked it, but it's really hard. <laughs> but that's it. I mean, it's the fact that... Okay, so... Mate, honestly, you're going to get absolutely hammered in the feedback. Like, why... I mean, should, get should, in the feedback, should the listeners yourself. have considered whether or not we'd actually played the games they were voting for? Because <laughs> Honestly, Sean, it, it blows my mind that every year it happens. They Into the Breach, they were saying, oh, Into the Breach... No one's yeah, fucking. No one, no one's what do you think was going to happen? Oh, no, I, I, I played into the breach. I was just really shite at it, so I tapped out pretty quickly. I'm very aware well, that it's I, brilliant. I saw it. I, I was just, like, mm. I should play the listeners' choice game this year, and I looked up into the breach because it looked like that was going <laughs> to win, and I was like, nope, <laughs> no way. Uh, is that it? Is that all you want to put forward for Dead Cells? Well, no, I mean, it's, I mean, the weapon systems, the way that they work is, is very good. I mean, you, you pick up like the, um, you know, upgrades as you go through and some of them you can, you know, you stick with as, as the game goes on. Some of them, they just, you know, they, they expire like through, through each playthrough. I mean, the whole point is to collect these cells so then you can upgrade your character so you can get like a bit further through. I mean, the only thing that I, you see, the thing is I've only got negative things to say about it because I just, <laughs> why? <laughs> because I, because I didn't enjoy it as much as no, like other but games when I, I sat next why. to you. And we were playing it at EGX. You were mm. saying really good things about it, like the risk reward stuff, the weapon stuff. Like you were, you were praising it to me. Like I don't understand why yeah. now suddenly you're like, nah. I think it's just because I. I mean, I got the difficulty was the thing that just irritated me by the end, and the fact that I began to feel like I was never going to get, I was never going to finish it um, because of that. And it's mad. Yeah, I just didn't enjoy it as much as I did Hollow Knight. Well, honestly, it just wasn't as good. At Computer Game Pod on Twitter. I know, I know. We'll go just go I mean, he's supposed it. to be right. better. Maybe next year, listen to what Sean plays and nominate one of his ones because it, it really get behind you. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate that you. God of War, it's up against God of War. <laughs> James, this was your one. This was my one, yeah. I mean, it's, why all of these are coming out? It's, it's really annoying. But anyway. <laughs> what, what, what? Yeah, but that's so, the yeah. thing, though. Like, honestly, I, right? I will say this about our list this year: the amount of times I was like, if that gets goes up against that, that that would be really bad. If that goes up against that, oh, holy fuck! Because I'm really passionate about my four games, and but I'm also really passionate about games that you've all suggested as well. So yeah. it's kind of like, yeah, it, it's one of those years where, as we've said last year. 
it was a bit frustrating because two games were standout. You know what I mean? Like they were head and shoulders above the rest. Mm. Mario and Zelda. This year, it, all right, there isn't like this big standout game. Well, there kind of is, but they're all like pretty evenly matched, I think. So, the, yeah. Anyway, God of War, <laughs> James. Yeah, I mean, I, I, this is a weird, this is, a, this is a weird game for me because I was not actually anticipating this at all because I've never played any of the earlier um, games in the series and I just, I just wasn't pumped for it. I, I just didn't see the sort of the, the attraction, but it did end up being one of my favourite games this year. I mean, for a number of like reasons. I mean, mostly, I mean, I found the story, particularly the pacing, was like really, was really excellent. But it was the relationship between Kratos and Boy that I. I really, I really found really great. Well, he's boy, isn't he? That's what he calls him the whole time. And it's, it's like, especially that whole, you know, the focus on like the approval, like the way that the boy is trying to get approval all the time from Kratos for what he's doing. And then you get like the teenage, like sort of sulk, like sort of period. And it just really like felt just really well observed, like compared with like, you know, experiences that I've had. But also, I mean, the game is just so well balanced and it's similar to Astrobot in the sense of it's still got that same like level of like polish that you would expect from like a Nintendo game like I felt it was just I don't know particularly because of the checkpointing I never felt angry or annoyed with the way the game you know with you know the challenge from the game at all and it just it just felt really um really sort of well realized and it, it, in a sense it was i mean this is one of the things that i felt it had in common with spider-man as well um because i mean matt will probably talk about spider-man later but it was the same with that it's just so player friendly and that's something that i feel that all of the sony games that came out this year really had in common and god of war was like the first of these that came out and sort of felt like that and i just loved the tone of the ending as well i mean it just i felt a lot i felt more respect for the game you know by the end of it than i than i had at the beginning largely because but the way they seemed to have this conviction to fin- you know, the way that they finished it was exactly how I was hoping it would finish, rather than with this sort of you know like big sort of world ending kind of stuff. And I was also just constantly astonished by how good it looked. I mean, this was the first. I mean, this is the first game that made me feel that like buying a four K HDR TV was like was worth it because it just yeah looks kind of astonishing and yeah just the level of polish was was fantastic. It's yeah it was a very special game and also like, all the up, obviously the upgrade paths and you know for modding well, weapons and stuff like that. The thing that stunned me, just... I was going to say, the thing that stunned me was like how it handled how complicated all that stuff got by just yeah. drip feeding everything throughout the game. You know, um, and I think ultimately it didn't really matter how you upgraded. Uh, it didn't really focus on builds and stuff, did it? But no, but the the systems were complicated but never felt complicated because they'd been slowly introduced and it also meant that you could spend um you know you like, over the course of the game it felt like it was always introducing something new so it kept things fresh um especially with you know additional weapons that that appear later uh it yeah. really sort of changes the whole feeling of the game yeah there's it? like a whole dynamic change isn't it like towards you know probably about two-thirds yeah of the it's way crazy mm. i i think in terms of like a whole package this is this is just a stunning piece of work uh, i mean I, I also had never played a previous god of war game i had obviously seen and i knew of them but even seeing screenshots and hearing what they're about they didn't interest me in the slightest um uh but 
of seeing reviews and seeing people would actually pump for this, I got it. And yeah, it's it's an absolute stunner. Um, yeah, from the graphics, which I think you're totally right, James. Like this is, I mean, I've seen uh, you know tons of amazing games uh, on on my TV, but this was like a, a, a wow moment in terms of wow. This is you can really tell. Yeah, the the love and passion that's going to this game. Like everything looks stunning. You know, the detail on the weapons to you know the graphics of the actual character character models. Uh, I, as a, as a as a looker, this is this is up there um, with the best, if not the best looking game. I think this year, it's it's absolutely stunning. Uh, and writing, I was really super impressed with as well. Um, I know you know having not played a God of War game before, I assume Kratos was a pretty like one note character. He, um, (laughs) particularly his relationship with Boy, I I thought I brought up loads of really fantastic moments, even like the little things like telling stories when you're on the boat together. Uh, I, I thought that was a really, really fantastic relationship. Uh, The Boy himself, uh, early of doors, I was like, oh God, he's just one of those annoying, you know, child characters in the game. Uh, but actually, um, the way it was written, it sort of made sense that he would be that way. And I thought, I thought again, yeah. I was, that actually took me by surprise. I was like, okay, he's one of the idiot child characters. You know, it's like everyone's going to complain. And then when things happen in the story, you're like, oh, that's why. And now that makes sense. And uh, yeah, that, that's really surprised me, actually. See, that's the thing, because like the way that he is, like even like the moodiness and everything, it's like it's completely understandable. Yeah, like, it really how- is. It's not just like yeah, oh he's the annoying child character. That's he's like that like that for a reason. Yeah. I think it's. Yeah. I mean, um, I've, it was yeah. It's so I've well not played the game, so I'm only basing this off like really? things. Yeah, no, I've, uh, my brother lent it me ages ago, and having been sort of kind of underwhelmed by the PS4 Pro, I'm, I'm aware that this is one I should really check out because oh yeah. Um, but yeah, just from what people have said, I I think it's just a really amazing achievement that yeah. So taking Kratos from God of God of Wars one to Gods of War, God of Wars one to three, um, as you say, incredibly one note, just really angry, wants to kill or shag everything um, in his path. You know, still really good games, but a little bit embarrassing in some ways in hindsight. Um, but the fact that this sort of reflects like an ongoing real life change in sort of definitions of masculinity and that it seems to sort of like it incorporates the fact that like nur- like men are learning to nurture alongside you know yeah you know that's sort of being incorporated into what people now perceive as like a modern definition of masculinity masculinity um and i think it's really interesting that they've picked up on that and they've used it and it's not just a reboot it's not like oh this is a new kratos it's like no it's the same guy he's just <laughs> he's developing for the first time in you know since however long it's been since god of war one came out and i just yeah I, I don't know how if that's completely off the mark or what but just that's that's just based off what i've heard about the game um but i think that's pretty remarkable in and of itself cool but which way are we voting uh let's go with matt first uh i'm gonna god of war God of War, Sean. Ah, uh, fuck! I don't know because they both You've not seem, played either. Uh, I've not played either, but they both seem right up my street. Um, uh, yeah, I'm really surprised you haven't played Dead Cells. That that, that does seem ridiculously up your street. Well, and I think was, uh, when I you was, play God of War, I was torn between. Well. <laughs> I was going to buy Dead Cells. I was like, oh, everyone's getting on at me to buy Undertale. I should buy that. And now look where we are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, fuck. I'm going to say God of War. Oh, you're an idiot. All right. 
Well, am I? Uh, I don't know. I don't... You are. Sean, you are. Well, 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 why is he an idiot for that? Because he's got no horse in this race, so just go with the listeners. Well, oh, well that's why? He's a good... Do you know what I mean? Because to avoid abuse. <laughs> I think when he plays well, both, I, and hopefully he does you... over Christmas or mm. in the coming months, he'll, 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 I think this is the decision that he'll think, okay, that, that was the right decision. No, yeah, I, I know, I'm sure, I think he will, but uh, when you're in that situation, just to, like, you've got a path where you're going to get shit from the listeners on Twitter, and you've got a path where you're not. And he's t- taken the wrong <laughs> path on that one. Why didn't you? You've not played either of them. You'd love this. Oh, all that sort of shit. Yeah. Uh, I'm voting for God of War because I played God of War and I've barely played Dead Cells and God of War is fucking brilliant. James? Despite my stunning defence of uh, <laughs> of the other one, I'm going to have to go You're for God like, of War I can't remember well. what it's fucking called. Yeah, the other one. <laughs> yeah. The other one. Wasn't Are you, you sure you don't want to... Go with the will of the people on this. I think I should go yeah. with the will of not, the people. Not in this case, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I come on. I'm already good. I'm already burned. Then I, I know for the feedback. So it's, fine. it's a landslide victory. Well, mate, we, I, I must admit, <laughs> none of us are doing ourselves favours this year. We're going to get so much. What shit. What are we talking right. about? But yeah, Sean, do you think you'll, you'll play Go God of War over <laughs> okay. Christmas? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think the only thing oh, that's putting, well, not putting me off, but I'm just I'm aware it's not just like a typical Sony nine hour experience like it is like 30 40 hours isn't it uh, yeah i mean it's uh, yeah, yeah it's i can't long. remember how many hours it's a good journey yeah yeah it's fine i'm sure it justifies that it's just it's a bigger commitment that's all so i've just not i've already yeah. opened the next game out of the hat oh yeah okay spider-man 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 and spider-man that's what it was yeah words Spider-Man on PS4, um, I thought was excellent. It's a game that actually made me care for Spider-Man for probably the first time ever. We've been over this countless times, but I'll go over it again. I'm not really into the Marvel stuff. Uh, Batman's all right. I know it's DC. Batman films are cool. I mean, mostly the Nolan trilogy. But generally, this sort of stuff, it leaves me cold. Who really cares? Um, I think I might have seen one of the Spider-Man films. I know the most recent anime one has been amazing. I was going to say you're going to check that out because everyone's yeah, saying that is legitimately um, like the best Spider-Man film ever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, but but and actually like the, this game I enjoyed so much that this actually makes me want to go and watch the movies. Um, in fact, like, after finishing this, like me and Jill watched one of the Avengers movies because it had Spider-Man in. This is a great game and it made me excited for Spider-Man. Basically, it's a third-person action adventure game uh where you go around you there's those baddies to kill there's a really fantastically written story with big sort of campaign missions there's tons of side missions um but the star of the show i mean actually i think there's many stars but the big one for me is the actual traversal like traversing the city of new york and manhattan and like or you know the the, the, the sort of the the, uh, the location you're you're given it just feels incredibly incredibly fun in a way i can't really describe it's just amazing to traverse you know the the, the area that they were given it's just really fun uh, at first i felt a bit it was a bit tricky and i heard people saying oh the traversal's great the swinging around the you know the, around new york is amazing and i wasn't quite getting it and after about 20 minutes i then it clicked and 
Yeah, it, 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 I mean, the traversal so fun, it made me suddenly want to like do collectings, it, it, collecting stuff in game, which do again is something. <laughs> do the collectings, which is something, again, I've never really bothered with. I wish this episode needed a title because that would be. Yeah, it. do the collectings <laughs> is do definitely going to yeah. be it. Um, yeah, but I mean, I, I, I'm not someone who gets all collectibles in a game, but again, it because that meant I could swing around, I was all over it. I collected all like 40 or backpacks, I did all the, uh, I did all the cat missions. I collected all the pigeons. I mean, there are so many collectibles in this game, and if you look at the map, uh, you, you can filter the map and turn you know various like collectibles off. But you might you might be you might be thinking, oh god, it's just so much. And I know other games have been sort of lambasted for all the collectibles, all the things on the map. Um, and when you get when you meet someone new and say, oh, now can you collect this or now can you collect that? Some people might think, oh, for Christ's sake, no. But you will, I think. Uh, inevitably just collect everything because traversing and swinging around the city is just so amazingly fun. Um, I think the writing is excellent. Again, I'm not I'm not a fan of movies. I don't really care for that stuff. But the, the relationships between Peter Parker and Spider-Man and Mary Jane and even Art May uh, and and also the, the enemies and the villains in the game are all excellent. I think they're really, really well written. Uh, I've really got to mention Yuri, who is your... Um, She's a cop who Spider-Man works with, and she basically relies on Spider-Man to do, you know, do a lot of the you know, the heavy lifting, as it were. I thought she was excellent. A lot of the, the the scenes you have with her is actually just over the police radio, but the the relationship they've got is quite it's quite jovial, it's quite bantery. Uh, but I think that's really that's written really written really really well, uh, and I, I love their relationship. But yeah, it's I, I think the cutscenes look brilliant. Um, I don't do it often, but sometimes, you know, you might play a game, you might have a phone next to you, and maybe there's a cutscene sometimes, you might, you know, open WhatsApp or might do something. I didn't really want to at all in this game. Um, it was, it was great to hear, um, how, how well the characters were voice acted, but also I wanted to see the characters because the cutscenes I thought just delivered really, really well. Graphically, this game looks fantastic. Uh, but the cutscenes, I think the sort of an- the, the animation and the character models really, really shown, uh, <coughs> shone through. Uh, the combat it's is... Matt, Matt, can I just ask a quick yes. question? It's interesting you said about, you know, opening WhatsApp during cutscenes and stuff. Did you do that with Red Dead? Um, no, I, I don't remember. But, is that but, a lie? But, 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 but I wouldn't be surprised if I did, uh, but I don't remember. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, not everyone, but I mean, I, I mean, that was a f- massive game, and I, I, and honestly, I wasn't as compelled as I was watching this. But I, I obviously watched Red Dead. Yeah, so st- stop like mocking me off just because I might have raced through the game. Doesn't mean I didn't pay attention as much as you. You didn't know the cook. I forgot the chef's name. Anyway, we're talking about Spider Man, not that game. The combat. It's probably probably my least favorite part of the game, but. Yeah, but there are like you can obviously upgrade uh, both your abilities, but also special things you can do and gadgets to to make the combat. I felt towards the end more enjoyable. Maybe that's because a lot of the gadgets and and abilities meant it was less of a strenuous exercise. You could just like press a few buttons and you can kill more enemies because you had more sort of um, more attacks that meant you can take out the big ones with much less stress. But um, but you can also like you know use the swing in to swing in and out of the combat scenarios, which I think is pretty cool. You can basically swing across and take some people out. And anyway, I thought combat least least important, at least a uh, impressive part of the game for me. Uh, but I still thought it was it was it was really really good fun. Um, but yeah, I I, I, felt, I I was really surprised this game. Um, I was I was sort of looking forward to it only because I'd heard people rave about the previous Spider-Man games. Again, I haven't played them. 
Um, but as someone who doesn't really care for the character or the, or anything about that, I was really impressed, and I thought it was an excellent game. It's a shame a, a, lo- a lot of people seem to have sort of discounted it. Maybe it's because it's a superhero game or whatever. Um, you know, it's not really talked about in, in the way I thought it would be, and as as much fun I had with it. Um, it's a shame because I think it's excellent. Um, it, it's not it's not a ten. It, it, it's it's probably like a you know um, like a, a high eight or low nine. Um, I thought it was really, really good. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's an excellent game. Oh, you played it as well, didn't you, James? I have. I finished it over this uh, over this weekend. Awesome, okay. And uh, yeah, it's... I mean, I generally agree with you. Um, the only thing... <laughs> generally. The, <laughs> well, no, because the, the the collecting stuff does get a bit much. Like, it really does. But you don't and have I to found, do that. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You can, you can... That's the plus point of this game, because as I said, like with God of War... It does allow you to sort of do whatever you want to a degree. Like you don't have to like follow this. You can just do the main story. Even like the pu- I mean, you didn't talk about the puzzle stuff, but the puzzles they yeah. also get a bit irritating and a bit sort of repetitive. But it doesn't matter because you can skip them if you want to. And the core like gameplay loop is still fantastic. You can skip it's, the puzzles. Um, yeah. So the puzzles. If you want to, are, yeah. Basically, you go to like the uh, the lab uh, at various points, and there's these puzzle things that uh, um, that 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 the boss asks you to do. Um, and they're basically 2D, uh, f- uh, basically there's like an electrical circuit on a screen and you have to like, switch out these little blocks in the electrical circuit to complete the circuit. Uh, and yeah, it's, like, it's, it's a totally different it's a totally different style of gameplay suddenly when it's like 2D puzzle system, which is weird. But they, they, didn't, they didn't offend me and it was a nice little change of pace. But I know I can totally see why people would say it's a total bullshit. But um, also, yeah, I've, I've obviously since learned you can just ignore them completely. Uh but they, they didn't bother me. Did they bother you, James? Or they didn't bother me. No, I mean, I was, I was, I was more fine with those than with the, you know, like the bases that you have to like clear out. Yeah, where, where it's because those, those combat sequences really drag yeah, on they do. Like, for a In significant fact, I, amount I, of time. I, I, I did tons of collectibles, tons of side missions, and yeah, as much as I could. But when it's when it comes to point saying, okay, well, there's like there's always like major bases across the city. Can you take them out? I, that was where I sort of stopped with the collecting because you know it was fun for a bit, but something could take like twenty, twenty five minutes. And as yeah. the combat was my least favorite part of the game, yeah, I couldn't really be asked for that in in in, mm-hmm. in all honesty. But sorry, James, you were saying. But yeah, it was still it was still excellent though. And I mean I agree with what you say about the story. I found it quite affecting as well. It was um yeah, it was very good. Yeah. Should we check what it's up against? Let's find out. Celeste. Ooh. Shit. This is quite an interesting matchup. For fuck's sake. Who nominated this? It's Sean, yeah. <laughs> Sean nominated it, yeah. Uh yeah. Celeste is a 2D platformer with pixel art. You may have seen <laughs> similar games, but um, it's it's right. It's one of these ones. I thought it was quite hard, um, but a lot of people are like, oh, it's a it's a hard game for people who don't really like hard games. I mean, fuck off. I, it is it's pretty tricky. It's not what I found so unique about it is that it is a hard game that. Like, it is a hard game, but it's just not a dick about it. Like, it's <laughs> it's a hard game, but it's it's supportive, and it wants you to succeed. Like, if you want, you can enable options that make the game loads easier. And there is zero judgment for doing that. Um, and even just playing it how it was intended, it's like the checkpointing's really generous. Like, it's all just, like, totally instant. You can just, you know... 
there might there might be like one room you're struggling with and it can be literally like every three seconds just right right try again try again try again try again and it's just yeah like it's so like technically it's just perfect um like you know there are rooms that can in the game that can be really complex in terms of how to get around them but you can just if you just take a minute and just watch them like you can develop an understanding of the the movement and the controls that's good enough that you can just look at a room and be like, right, I know what I need to do. <laughs> and it's just a case of then just, you know, getting the, the muscle memory down. Um, and it's just, I don't know, there's just a tone to it. Like, just the fact that it, it wants you to succeed. And, like, a lot of people really enjoyed the story. I personally didn't get much out of it because it's oh, really oh, I that's, mean, that's such a shame well i don't know i don't know if it's just because like because obviously a lot of it is about um the fact that madeline the main character appears to suffer from depression or something like it um yeah, uh, yeah anxiety, anxiety yeah. yeah sorry yeah um and that's not you know i'm lucky enough that that's not something i've really experienced so maybe that's why it didn't speak to me but i know it has like really you know got to a lot of people um which is cool um but yeah i just i've this is the sort of game i never would normally engage with um i normally can't do like hard platformers in fact maybe i'm proving the point that maybe it is a hard game for people who don't really like actually like hard games um but it was just really nice to for a game like this to open the door to someone like me and for me to be able to engage with it um and yeah, I just thought that was really special. Um, I mean, the, the art's beautiful. Soundtrack's amazing. But a fucking good year for soundtracks. Has anyone noticed this? Oh, it's really good one, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I think it's absolutely remarkable. I mean, Matt, you, you were a fan, weren't you? Yeah, this is, this is up there with my games of the year, for yeah. sure. And if you hadn't chosen it, I definitely would have. Mm. I absolutely loved this game. Um, this is like really early on in the year, wasn't it? Was this like a January release? Yeah. It yeah. was January, yeah. yeah. And uh, at the time, I mean, I, I started, I think I might have stopped because there's a, there's a chase sequence. Uh, I think it's like maybe like the first like major boss or maybe the second one, and I hate being chased. We've been over this. And it was just way too stressful for me, so I stopped. But I, got, I went back to it and, and, and pushed through and finished it. And yes, it is an incredibly hard game. I mean, this game, I think, it, most people play in like 8 to 10 hours. It took me 20 hours on my final game clock. <laughs> uh, and, and I have people on the Discord this week have been playing it, I think maybe in, in you know, lead, lead up to this show. And they're like, oh, I died 900 times. I died 4,000 times. <laughs> uh, so 20 hours, 4,000 deaths. I mean, that's probably like four times the average of everyone else playing it. But it was it was immensely satisfying. And in terms of like the pic, it basically it's got pixel-perfect you know, pla- uh, sort of controls, in my opinion. There mm. are incredibly hard platformer sections, but it... it, uh, it you know it's not it's not the game fucking you over. It's only your own fault that you can't you know uh, chain these series of moves or mm-hmm. abilities to to get through uh, the level. I mean, towards the end, I so very early on there are these um, these gems in, in the air, which when you hit, you then get another chance of doing a jump. Mm-hmm. And uh, towards the end, there are other variants of that. Uh, and, and then yeah, towards towards the end, there are basically parts of the level where 
you don't touch the ground at all because you're chaining moves together, you're hitting a gem, you're doing something else. You, know, you, you don't touch the floor. And when you might load into like a new a new screen, seeing all those platforms, you're like, how am I even going to get across there? Uh, there are also <laughs> other elements that might that might affect that you can't actually touch the ground at all, so you've got to do this, that, and the other. Uh, I, I absolutely love that. And just like this, the feeling of first getting into a screen <clears throat> saying, I don't even know how I can even do this. And then after a few attempts, it is a lot of like trial and error, but mm. after a few attempts, you know, okay, I've got a chain out, I've got to jump here, land here, quickly do this. Uh, I thought the platforming was excellent. Um, and the story, yeah, it, it really got really, really uh, affected me. I thought it was mm. a really, really nice way of, of dealing with those issues. Uh, the whole uh, part of the, the whole point of the game is Celeste is climbing a mountain, uh, you know, and just the way that uh, speaks about many other things, I thought the story was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, for the other characters are nice. I mean, it's quite simplistic in many ways because there, there's no voice acting; it's just some sounds. It's text on screen, so you don't get to hear a lot of the things about other characters. But the the way the way they deal with the core themes of the game, I thought were really, really, uh, really, really well done, mm. and that supported the excellent platforming, the you know, the, the chaining all his moves together, getting through his really difficult sections. I I was really surprised by the game. I didn't think I loved it as much as I did, but yeah, what a game! I thought it was excellent. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, you saying that like yeah, you took ages and you died loads of times and stuff, but there's again, there's no judgment for that. Like, the game doesn't give a shit. Like you did it. Same as anyone else. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, like the fact that, you know, it has the, the strawberries um, dotted around the game. There are these strawberries that are like, sometimes they're sort of really obvious, like on the path, but they're just a little bit difficult to get to. Sometimes you really have to go out of your way for them. But like it literally, one of the, the loading screen tooltips is just like, these are dotted around. They literally do nothing. Yeah. So, <laughs> good. Connect them if you, you want, but it doesn't matter if you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah again, it's, it's there if you want to challenge yourself, but. Who cares? Like, yeah, those who you... don't do anything, but there are also these cassette tapes which which you can collect, yes. and by collecting those, those unlock. Like, is it like a different, different? Uh, yeah, B sides, and then but then within the, the B sides, there can be another tape which unlocks a C side, which doesn't make oh, any really? sense. Okay, but I wasn't yeah. aware of that. <laughs> um, yeah, and they get absolutely ridiculous. But um, yeah, it's a fucking phenomenal game. I fucking love the the final level. I mean this isn't not really a spoiler um when you're doing like the final ascent to the top of the mountain like you you start the level and there's like a flag in the ground that says like 30 on i think it's 30 and then you do yeah. like quite a difficult bit and then you see another flag with 29 and you're like right okay <laughs> i see what's happening and it's yeah. like and initially like it's a proper struggle getting between those flags and you're like like fuck this is going to be hard if i've got 30 of these to get past before i get to you know number one at the top this is going to be fucking hard but they get like closer and closer together as you get to the top so you're like it's like it's such a struggle at first and like it never really gets any easier but it's like like 30 fuck it right 29 28 but then it's like when you sort of halfway through, it's like right, fifteen, fourteen, thirteen, twelve, eleven. Da, da, da. Yeah. Like you just properly feel like you're smashing such a great it. Feeling, isn't it? Yeah. Of actually, like getting. Get, I, I've never had a feeling. I don't think quite like it in a game where you really do feel like you've you've climbed a mountain. I mean, yeah. like, literally in this case, but like, yeah, like seeing seeing that the end bit, you're like, oh, you know, 
yeah, we, we, we did it. And like, mm. but I, I, I do love that last section you were just mentioning there, Sean. Like mm. Each one of those bits where you get into like the next flag, the 28, 27, 26, each one of those feels like a little puzzle in its own right. You're like, yeah. okay, I've done, I've done 30, I'm at 29. Mm. Okay, let's breathe a bit, let's calm down. Okay, now let's do this. I'm at 27, 26. And yeah, I, I love that, that, that. That last sequence I thought was really, really well done. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking superb game. It's so good. Uh, James, you played it as well, didn't you? I have played it, yeah. It was it was good. I enjoyed it, but not as much as Spider-Man. Sorry. <laughs> that's, that's, you're all right. Um, <laughs> let's do the voting then. So, James, I, I assume that's your vote? Yeah, I'm going Spider-Man. Matt? Well, this is tricky, because Spider-Man's my game. Um, but I absolutely adored, so that's in like a totally different way. Um, Sean, what, what, what were you voting? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm going for Celeste, obviously. Oh, well, so that's one apiece. Uh, I mean, I, I okay. So, I if I think about it, I loved Celeste. Well, uh, but with with um, but with Spider Man, I just really, really, really fucking liked it. Mm-hmm. But the, the, there was mo- a way more of an emotional connection to Celeste, the themes of the story, and just how much I loved it. Um, so. This is a bit weird, but I'm going to vote Celeste. Um, okay, 2-1 to Celeste. I have no doubt in my mind that I will enjoy Celeste more than I would Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just for that reason why I will vote for Celeste. Yeah, boy. Yeah, voting against my own game felt weird. And Spider-Man is excellent. <laughs> I know Liz will discount it, but I think it's well worth your time. But yeah, Celeste, Celeste is the one for me. What a Spider-Man's game. gone then. Shout, cool. I'm down to one now. <laughs> I really have fun myself. There. <laughs> uh, I think I've only got one as well, haven't I? Uh, no, you got two. What? The Red Dead and <clears throat> Gardens Between? You potentially oh, no, got yeah, but, between, yeah, but, but I could potentially go down to one for that. Yeah. Uh, right, okay. Yeah, it's coming. Next one. Tetris Effect. James. Okay, so this was... Okay, so I've nominated this for a couple of reasons because, and not purely just because it's because it's Tetris, but also because I, I see I wanted to nominate Astrobot, but Matt got there first, and I because I James, I wanted to put a VR game. You are the worst person at defending your games, what? like and, and, and just ignore all <laughs> that. Just let me get on with it. Fuck's sake! Get on with it. The only reason why I did it was like. James, just be positive about yeah, the game. David, can you just be a bit more patient and let me I just can't, finish no, it? Because rather you just, than just jumping you in. Shoot yourself right, well, I'm, not, I'm not going to defend this. No, then, James, in that defend case. the Fuck game. You. I'm not doing it. No, I'm no not doing please. It. I'm not doing it. No, I'm not doing it. James, <laughs> don't, you... don't listen to Dave. He's giving God in about two I'm hours. Doing it. <clears throat> Am I wrong, though, Matt? Like when you're trying yeah, to get I mean, your game through to the next round, you don't start it with. There's no such thing as like building into something, is there? It always has to be It's got to be the negative. Don't start with the negative. That's all I'm saying. I ain't reading it. I'm done. James, come on. Oh, James, D- don't you do are this. A, you're like a three. Don't listen to Dave, James. He'll be <laughs> he'll be gone. It'll just be us three soon. This is absurd. As soon as I start talking, it's just everyone just starts talking over me and having a go. <laughs> why would I want to? Pers- why would I want to do this? I've, I, why would I want to do it? James, you're just being negative, mate. Let's bring it okay, up. Okay, right, let's all agree to shut up. I want to hear his defences. Okay, all right. Defence. <laughs> go, on, James. Anyway, as I was going to say, Tetris completely, like, I mean, I felt it stands 
on its own merits because this is like Luminez, but really, really good, I felt. And aside from Astrobot, it's the first VR game that I've played that I felt like, you know, like when you have like the headset on, and usually with most VR games, I always feel like I want to play for like 20 or 30 minutes, then I'm done. With this, this is the first one where I've sat there for several hours and just played because I felt so absorbed in the world in which in which I'm in. And I mean, I've tried listening to the music outside of the, the game because that is one of the major parts of this. But it's never quite the same as if I'm actually like playing because the the fusion between the two is just so amazingly good. I mean, it's difficult to like to describe why it's good because this is Tetris. I mean, everybody knows Tetris, but it is the fact that you've got these visuals going on, you've got the music, and how well those two synth with each other. I mean, the the final level in the journey mode really touched me uh, with the music in particular, oh, God, yeah. and I felt such a rush like by the end of that when you've got like you know the way that the music swells and you just like finally like get over the line and it's just perfect for that and the fact that you've also got all these other modes that it sort of that it sticks in there as well really you know it just it's to me it feels like the perfect sort of tetris package really i mean it's the best version of tetris i've played you know since uh, probably since the game boy version and i know a lot of people have said that but it's absolutely true but it is primarily because of the music and the fusion between them it's just for me it was so perfect i mean i know dave you were not so keen on the music but i really felt that it worked like absolutely perfectly it's, there's some good tunes I mean, I on it but uh it wasn't as consistent I, mean, I think that that's what i would say like usually with his games they're they're consistently like the music's consistently brilliant from start to finish and i didn't get that from this no, 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 that's one was, of the most surprising things of this whole year. I think the fact that you haven't fallen in, in love with this the, the, in, in the way that many of us have. I mean, I, it's, really, li- hmm. I really like it. I really like it. I think it's an excellent game, and I've put a lot of time into it now. Um, but I've played through the journey in VR, and it hasn't added enough for me to to make like it's not taken that next step for me. Like I, I really do like it, and I've played a lot of it, but it's not done enough. For me to, I I don't understand. Like the the, uh, I mean, would it be on this list? Probably if I was putting my top sixteen games in there, but it wouldn't be high. But it's also, I mean, you say about like the music. I mean, I felt with the music in between, like especially in the journey. Okay, there are sort of lulls, like in the way that the music sort of builds up and everything, but. That for me felt like nice sort of like rest points before it moved on to like really like banging stuff. It it just felt like with many of these other games on this list, it just felt so well paced. It was yeah, so well put together. And also, like the other thing is that it didn't build in the same way that it does with say Res. Now with Res it is very much like you know, there's a couple of levels that does that, but there's a lot that don't. Like you start the level and it's like boom, straight in, there's the music. Like, I didn't feel the connection with the music like I have with those other games. Yeah, but, like, in the first stage, like, I really got that. Like, I remember, like, you know, like, when the the singer, like, when it first starts singing and you're like, I just was aware that I was just started smiling. I agree. Like, well, I, was <laughs> I, I agree. I think it, it's, I agree. it's so perfectly played because because Tetris is a, a very, you know, it's widely known that it's really good for getting you in that flow state. Yeah. So, like, you're playing it and it's like... You're listening to the lyrics like, fucking, yeah, all life is connected. Fuck, that's right. That's right. <laughs> like, like you've just taken your first E or something and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> and it's, yeah, um, obviously because I know loads about drugs and that's why I can comment on that. But do you know what I mean? It's like this, this, because it puts you in that weird sort of subliminal flow state that you 
I don't know, like the sort of basically quite cheesy, embarrassing lyrics sort of make sense in the moment. And uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, and, like, I wouldn't even call it cheesy and embarrassing. I know what you're saying, and there's like, but, but I just think that first level I did think was brilliant. And if every level mm. was like that, where it built and it, you know, it impressed me uh, as uh, the further you went into it, then mm-hmm. then I would have enjoyed the game a lot more. But a How- lot of levels don't. I can see what you mean, like but because how, that, how that much... first level really feels like it picks up where Res Infinite left off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it kind of wanders off and does its own thing. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't really. Yeah, that's not like a consistent thread through it. I don't think. So I get that. How, how much of the journey did you play in VR, Dave? Uh, I played the whole thing in VR. Really? Yeah. Okay. In fact, actually, that, the only yeah. thing that I hadn't done was that last level in VR, and mm-hmm. then I did that before we started recording. How did you feel about that? Because that, I mean, that last level was, I just thought was incredible. Like, it, was, it was okay. I mean, it felt, you know, I th- it just felt like playing the game on, t- on the TV. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously it's music, which is massively subjective. So on the one hand, I get it. But also there's a lot of music in this that I like that I wouldn't normally. So it's still sort of saddens me that it, it didn't click with you dave because i sort of feel like to an extent it does sort of transcend like the sort of thing you would or wouldn't normally listen to well um, yeah i mean most of his games do mm, most of yeah. his games do that for me and yeah. and there are some very good tracks in this i'm not you mm-hmm. know i'm not uh gonna lie like i'm not gonna i'm not negative about this game no what no, i'm no, saying no, is that <laughs> there are games that i'm like this is nailed on for game of the year. this is a game of the year contender yeah right mm-hmm. And it's so weird to hear so many people around me saying, this is a game of the year contender. And I'm like, no, not really. Not for me. Not for me. (laughs) It just, I mean, it's good. It's a brilliant game. But I didn't have that emotional connection with it that I usually get from his games. So, yeah. I mean, when you say game of the year contender, this isn't a game of the year contender for me in the same way that Res Infinite was. Uh, I think this is an excellent game. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was emotional points. The music isn't really my sort of thing normally, but I, I thought the soundtrack was fantastic. But I, I don't think it's in a sort of res infinite sort of levels of of, of, of mind blowing. Yeah, I guess I was expecting more. I, th- I think you got, you got to remember that when this came out, the hype around it was insane. Oh yeah, and and when I played it, I was like, initially I was like really disappointed, and then the more I played it, the more I enjoyed it, and then I really got into it. Um. But I never crossed that threshold of saying, no, this is special. It was more like, this is a very good Tetris game. Yeah. That, that, I mean, yeah, well, this start. is it. It's like, it's it's probably the best version of one of the best games ever made. So on the one hand, it's like, well, of course, it's in the game of the year list. But then also, it is, it's just That's Tetris, thing, I mean. you know? <laughs> And that that's why it's really described very difficult to describe why it's really good as well. Yeah. Because it is Tetris. Yeah. And everyone knows that Tetris is amazing. Yeah. It's just that what I felt pushed this over is this fusion with the music as well, which I really enjoyed, which yeah. it's gonna depend on how much you connect with that as to how you know, whether mm-hmm. it it's, uh, pushes it over or not for you. Yeah, it's it's, 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 it's an experience where loads of games on this list aren't an experience in the same way. But yeah, like the combination of the visuals, the euphoria, the the music and, and then it's like getting into the sort of more sort of zen like mode of playing the game. Yeah, I, I it was I, it's I thought it's yeah, so so good. Should we see what it's up against? Let's yeah. here we go. 
Forza Horizon 4. Bloody good game, that. Uh, I mean, I said at the time, didn't I, Sean? It's a fucking mm. piss take, that game. It is. It is. Like, all right, on the surface, uh, open world driving game doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, but it's the fact that I'm like, I'm not massively into cars. I enjoy driving. <laughs> I don't know a lot about cars. I only, my, like, you know, my knowledge of cars is limited to my experience of them and the sorts of cars that normal people drive. <laughs> um, but the game allows for that. And it's like, if that's the level on which you enjoy cars, then you can enjoy our game on that level. And you can you can drive around a focus for the pretty much the entire game if you want, <laughs> or you know you can find the car that your dad had when you were growing up if it's like an old Escort or a you know or whatever like, and the game just molds itself around that, and it's like if you if, again if you really like cars, there's all the high end shit you can get into if you really want to. Um, but again, it's similar to the Celeste thing. It's it's the sort of game I'm not usually into, but it was remarkable to me that I felt welcomed by it and I was allowed to make it what I wanted and the game was fine with that. And it didn't feel like I was... Like, you know, you don't... There are a couple of events where it like forces you to use a certain type of vehicle or whatever, but it's not like... Like so many driving games I've tried to get into where it's like, well, all right, you can start off with the hatchbacks, but really you need to graduate to something a bit more exciting. Whereas this is like, no, nah, mate. Stick with the hatchbacks. It gives a shit. Is that's what that's what you like? That's that's it. <laughs> and there's just something so totally brilliant and refreshing about that. And I think that's like it. You know, it's a really good game anyway. But I think it's that aspect of it that really allowed me to be like, this is. I fucking love this game. It's it's, I mean, it's a celebration, isn't it? The game is a celebration yeah. of so many things. You know, this time. Uh, one of the major differences between, uh, you know, the last game and this one is that they've been a little, a little bit more, I mean, they've never been grounded in reality, but now they seem to really sort of push the, uh, the bizarre stuff. You know, there's a whole Mm. level based around Halo and, uh, like the, the gaming, uh, challenges. So, you know, the, the outrun and Sega Rally stuff in there is just, it's a massive celebration of driving games in general. You know what I mean? It yeah. feels like Burnout Paradise has the touch of Forza in it, like Forza mm-hmm. Motorsport. Um, you know, it touches on like Outrun, Sega Rally, as I said. The 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 uh, mate, the, the game's just too good. Like yeah. it's it's really hard to explain to those that haven't played it, but I've played a lot of racing games over the years and there's always there always seems to be compromises you know what i mean there's mm-hmm. always seems to be like either you know there's something about it that is is a bit irritating whether it's the driver ai or the graphics or you know the handling's just a little bit not quite right or it's too hard or it's too easy mm. this comes out and it's just like for starters i i knocked it up a couple of levels difficulty wise yeah. um and i suddenly it suddenly became a very difficult racer for me, but like a really rewarding one. Yeah. Um, and I hadn't had that in Forza games before. I just played it on default and just blitzed through it. Um, and and to, I just appreciated it so much more because of that, because the 
you know, the actual racing just felt so tense and uh, I had to sit at the edge of my seat through every race. Mm. Um, the progression system, which is what something I complained about during Forza Horizon 3, um, uh, they nailed that again, where they were the way they did it through seasons and mm. uh, basically you can do whatever you want, wherever you want. Um, and the more stuff you do in a certain sort of type of race, the more you'll unlock in that certain type of race. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. Uh, I thought it was going to go, right, now you've got to do street racing. It's, it doesn't do that. It's yeah. like, you know, if you want to do street racing, do that, and then we'll unlock some more of that shit. Or if you like the rally stuff, do that, and we'll just focus on unlocking that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Yeah. It did, uh, it did, yeah, like I just said, it didn't force you to do all the races. You can do what you want to play the sort of game you want to do, because you could just hammer all the rally races, really, and play the whole game that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I then, and then really, you've, really got, well you've got the stunt, the stunt stuff in there is just fun. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Excellent. It's like... Yeah, there's some genuinely funny writing in there as well. Yeah, like absolutely. a lot of the like the whole sort of Horizon Festival thing, I've like makes me feel really old. I don't know if anyone else gets that. <laughs> I feel like I'm surrounded by teenagers or something. Oh yeah, but that, like, like, that's totally but, what they're going for as well. Yeah, like, exactly. It's, it's, and it's almost can, a parody of that culture. Exactly, and then yeah, because then you compare that to like you know the the film director who's just <laughs> he's yeah, he's just genuinely quite funny, but not in a obviously like oh he's the funny character sort of way. He's just quite a naturally amusing. He's oh, just a bit sarcastic. Person. Yeah, 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 that's all it. That's all it requires. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, like the the plot of Forza is you turn up and they go, "Hmm, so you, you want to be a racer, eh? Well, you've got a long way to go to be here. a name around here. Here's a car and a house." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they play yeah. on that. They know that shit. It's yeah, good. and I mean, like you know, and I said on the show initially, I was a bit like because it flags up, you know, having like certain real life places like Ambleside and Edinburgh and stuff, and. And initially I was like, well, this isn't actually what those places are like. And we talked about, you know, like the roads being incredibly wide, considering this is supposedly set in the UK. But then once you understand it, it's like, well, they had to do those things. Yeah, of course they did, wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't be yeah, fun yeah, otherwise. And, and once you it. understand it... Sorry, go on, Matt. No, I was going to say, they did have to do it, but I, I, I definitely don't... This is not for, like, a British game, apart from, like, there's some villages in Edinburgh. Oh, mate, no, there yeah. are definitely areas yeah, yeah, that yeah, just yeah. feel areas pure for sure, but overall, the, yeah, I mean, the wide roads, I have to do it because of the game, but, yeah, it, it could have been parts of America with little British villages. Uh, as an overall... No yeah. as an overall I didn't, vibe, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think this is a British... So, what's that? I know what you mean. There, there is a, a slight loss of identity there, I yeah. think, but I don't... Yeah, and like once you understand that it is essentially a theme park, like it is of course it's a massively truncated version of sort of Northern England and bits of Scotland and stuff. Um it's, it's fine. It's just yeah, it's a, that was just a bit of a hump to get over, I think, for me. But, Looks um, stunning as well. Looks absolutely does. stunning. It does, yeah. Um I mean, we, we never even got into the multiplayer stuff, did we? That's a nah, fucking crime. I've never I've never got into the multiplayer on those games. I will do at some point, I'm sure. But uh, we should, we should make time for that because yeah, that would be real. good. Vote time, Sean. Uh, the greatest game of all time, or or Forza? Oh, fuck off! <laughs> that that's made your decision, surely, Sean. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Um, no, this is a really tough one. I don't know. Okay, will you come back, J- yeah. uh, James? I have to go for Tetris Effect because I haven't played um, Forza. No. So. Matt, I really liked Forza, um, but if I'm being honest with myself, I I I preferred overall the experience with Tetris. So I'm going to vote Tetris. I'm going Forza. 
Sean. Oh, no, you see, because... Sean, come on, mate. <laughs> Well, no, because I was just thinking, like, um, so, um, you know, here's me, like, agonising over it. I haven't played Tetris in fucking VR yet. Yeah, but so... so, You can't consider... Trust me, it's not that good. Okay. (laughs) Trust me, Sean, it is that good. Uh, Sean, it isn't. Did you play Tetris Effect with headphones? Um, I mean, no, but... Oh, my God. Right, okay, so headphones are more important than VR. I've got high-fi speakers in it, so I don't really bother with headphones. But honestly, I just... Come on. So it's like in my head they're 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 level but there is an aspect of Tetris that I have not exactly. seen yet or experienced yet, oh, no, which no, no, could no, which wait. could potentially What about raise the online? It. You've not seen that yet? Ah <sighs> fuck. Oh Sean, listen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You nominated Forza Horizon four <laughs> before James uh, well, Matt nominated um, Tetris Effect. And that is James. James nominated me, Tetris yeah. Effect. Mm. So come on, you've already made that decision. But I, I mean, but I had Tetris on the list. I just knew someone else was going to lower it down in, on so the I list. To... Yeah, but it was <laughs> on the list. I mean, it, it, Sean, if you think <laughs> yeah, emotionally, like, let's think about what Tetris Effect has done versus emotionally. Fuck <laughs> just think I mean, about think, it. Think, think, think about it. Like, Forza comes out every year. You know, no, like doesn't. Tetris Effect. You know, it's is it does. No, it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, every other year then it comes out, and this you know, that makes no Tetris difference. Is... <laughs> I mean, Sean, if you've enjoyed it much the way you have, and you haven't played with headphones and or VR, it's going to blow your absolute dick off when that happens. So if I've, you think it doesn't, I've done it, Sean. I've been in your situation. Yeah, 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 I've just it. being contrarian. <laughs> you put it on, and it makes yeah. it, like it makes a bit of difference. You're like, oh, there's some three D stuff. That's it. He's yeah, it's, it's an incredible not. experience, but Sean, you've enjoyed, you must have enjoyed the experience anyway without that. So, doesn't Dave, matter what if you I go for Forza, then if I go for Forza, we're just at a stalemate, and these two Good. aren't going to budge, are they? Good. Exactly. So, you might as well choose the one that let's your heart says is the right one. Night. I mean, <laughs> Sean, let's go for a stalemate. <laughs> let's do it. But no. what's, the po- what's the point? Last one now. I, last I get, one, I get Sean, to shout out these two guys. Sean, you want to hear that? It's the one, Sean. I'm going to have to go for Tetris, Dave. I'm oh, sorry. fucking hell, Sean. What a <laughs> game, you dickhead. Right, okay. Well done, Sean. You're, you're forgiven for Detroit. So that's, yeah. <laughs> what does Sean do I, I gave that? my reasons for Detroit. It was a, <laughs> it was a tactical yeah. move. You know I don't actually yeah, like the game. over. I, 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 I ain't going to forget that, Sean. That is such a shit. I, I, honestly, fucking awful, <laughs> awful decision from you there. <laughs> oh, well, I don't want... To be able, I don't want there to be an argument, so I think I'll choose the easy one <laughs> to get out of an argument. I mean, <laughs> it's I, the most I'll, short I'll thing ever. Right, yeah. I, I, I think Tetris is a better gamer too, but also, I wasn't I think really prepared. You're fucking insane. I Hang think on, you're let fucking me finish. Insane. Says James. Insane. Right, I also wasn't prepared for Sean to be the one to still have four games remaining. Like he was getting too far away from the rest of us. Had to. Uh, I'm sorry, Matt. I, how you can look at those two games? Uh, it's I, I can tell you, like, you know, what I felt, and I had an emotional connection with Tetris. I didn't have a Forza. Yeah. Forza's a great game. Fuck it, hell. But I wasn't thinking. Oh Dave, my god, what's even, happening? I couldn't even be bothered to get like a free game pass to play Forza. Horizon James, you 4, never, you've not played Tetris Forza. You <laughs> fucking idiot! You haven't got a mouth in this. I have. I played. I played the demo. Dave. Oh, you, oh, oh, you played great. the demo. And that's enough. And it was fine. Right, you played the demo. It was, and it, it was fine. It was, it was good enough that I thought, okay, I'm. I'm it, I if I'd have said this. that I'd played the demo of Tetris Effect and thought it was wank, you'd be going. <laughs> mental 
Yeah. You were such a fucking twat. <sighs> right. Last two games then. First one why we're going to talk about. Him? You, know, you know what they are. That's why are you unfolding well, actually, You've got to do them in an order. The last one is. Uh, the Gardens Between uh, is by nomination. Um, I just really, really loved this game. You know, it's it's not the longest. It's uh, a pretty straightforward, linear puzzle game. Um, but it's filled with so much heart uh, in the story, in the um, in the soundtrack, in the visuals, in the animation, in the puzzles themselves. Like each and every puzzle just feels really unique um, and, and really quite special. Like the, the themes around the game are interesting. The the way that it ends and how you look back on those themes and piece it all together. I think it's just uh, honestly really, really wonderful. And, you know, we, we sort of criticise the uh, price a little bit on this game when it came out but if i'm honest um that's all relative and you know if you are looking for a, a two-hour experience then I, it's worth every penny in my book you know what i mean like we've got to be conscious of people like spending like they spend money on games and you you need to take that into account but uh really if you're into this sort of game then this is an incent- essential um, for those of you that have not heard of the Gardens Between, it's an indie game uh, where you are it's sort of like you're not controlling. There are two characters, but you're not controlling the characters as such. You're controlling time. Uh, so they're walking in a spiral up a uh, they're walking up like this tower um, and then they come across obstacles and you manipulate time to help them get past those obstacles. There are switches to pull. In what, so you do control the characters every now and then, but uh, you're not controlling them walking or anything. You'll just fast forward in time and it plays out. It allows them to do some really interesting stuff with um, animation. And I mean, we spoke about it last week briefly because uh, Sean, you've completed it now, right? I have. Yeah. So what were yeah, your thoughts? I was, <clears throat> yeah, I was only a couple of levels away from the end. Um, yeah, it's fucking brilliant. Um, it's yeah. I mean, everything we just said. It's and you know, as I say, we, we talked about it last week. It's the like yeah. So you don't have this super precise control over what's going on, but it works with that so brilliantly. Um, and it's like, as you say, you're right. You don't control the characters directly, but you do control elements of the world, which might change like where they walk or what they do or, or whatever. And it's always like th- there's elements of experimentation in it, but it's never by the time you figure, you never figure anything out by accident. Like by the time you, you've got the right solution, you've worked it out and it's, yeah, it's just so elegant the way it handles that. Despite the fact that like every level is like a new idea pretty much. Um, and I've just, yeah, like since finishing it, it's, you know, I've carried on thinking about it. I've had the soundtrack on, a, you know, playing on a loop since. Um, again, another good fucking soundtrack. It's absolutely yeah. stunning. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful game. I mean, I I got it in a sale. I think I paid a tenner for it. Um, I don't think I'd be that sore if I'd paid full whack, though. Yeah, re- really, really pleased. I mean, it's, uh, you've got to play it. If you're, it, I mean... I I can't recommend it enough. Like because mm. it it you know even if you're not, I can't see how you wouldn't be a fan of it. Like I I mean it's a bit weird because I I suppose if you 
could criticize on it a little bit like it's not fully like the gameplay is literally just but it's not fast forward and rewind in a cutscene is it it's, there's more to it than that it's yeah, just because it's so not like clever yeah it's not like okay so yeah yeah you're, you're rewinding and fast forwarding and you end up finishing the level but like a lot of games like that it's about you know, you're doing that to the extent that eventually you end up with a playthrough where everything is done from start to finish is done perfectly. But actually, that wouldn't work with this. You couldn't do a replay of the level where all the puzzles work out because you, you're putting things in these, like, folds in time. You're inserting events into, you know, and reordering things. And, like, it couldn't play out logically just in one go. No. And that's that's what's sort of fascinating about it, Matt. Yeah, I, I absolutely love this game. This game, obviously, you were raving about it previously, but it came to Game Pass, uh, and I knew obviously it was going to be in the discussion for the game of the year. So, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm immensely happy I played it. I thought it was a fantastic experience. Uh, obviously, it's not massively long, but I mean, I I think it took me a bit longer than you guys. It's probably like close to maybe like two and a half or three hours, uh, but. Yeah, I, I thought is I thought is just a really really well told little story. Um, I thought the story was really touching. I mean, the, the first words I said to myself after I finished it was that that, that was a really beautiful little game. I thought it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it it all breaks its own rules sometimes in the whole like rewinding and fast forwarding of time, but it doesn't matter. You, you know the general idea. Um, and yeah, I, I just thought it was a joy from start to finish. Really. Um. Also, the, the, I'd heard. That there's an unlockable in the game that's one of the best unlockables of all time, oh. <laughs> like in any game, yeah. And I, I don't know what that is because it's quite a spoiler. Really? If, if, yeah, but apparently you can get an unlockable, and it is meant to be utterly incredible. I saw someone tweet about it, and mm. the devs tweeted out saying not many people found this. Oh, so, well, I should look into that. Yeah, yeah, I really want to find out what that is. Um, but yeah, James, have you got anything to add? Not really. I mean, I played it at the same time as you did because it was kind of. You remember, it was like kind of a surprise. That's right, yeah, I, it was great. I love it as that. Well. And it was. It is excellent. I mean, it was. I mean, th- this would have been on my list as well um, because yeah, I, I really very much enjoyed it. I would have been, but you picked Detroit, so uh, no room. <laughs> Fuck off, Matt. <laughs> well, it's up against, and you guys have probably worked it out, but I can't remember. Monster Hunter. Yeah, I was Monster Hunter. <laughs> Bye. Why is that Go funny, Dave? Because it's going out. Go <laughs> right. Uh, I have been a fan of Monster Hunter for a long time, but it's been a series that has been notorious for being difficult to get into. You know, as I'm sure I've said many times before, yes, I'm a fan of the series, but I had to bounce off like two separate Monster Hunter games before it started to click. Um, but like, this has been the one that it's it's finally cracked the West and so many people have played it as their first ever Monster Hunter game and got really into it. Um, and it's been such a nice thing to see. I mean, I've said before, it does make me feel a bit like a post-Brexit Farage in that <laughs> bit like I've been banging on about getting people into this series for so long and then they've just come along and absolutely nailed it. And I'm a bit like, well, all right, okay. <laughs> My job's done. Hang on, hang on. Yeah. Sure, what's the... What's the Nigel Farage connection there? Uh, well, because he got what he wanted, didn't he? We're leaving the EU, and now he's like, well, what does he do now? Fucking waste of space, isn't he? <laughs> I mean, he was before, but you know what I mean. Um, also, like, Sean is really quite racist. 
So, yeah, well, I mean, exactly. that's, 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 that's the main fix. connection. You won't admit yeah. it here, but... Yeah, and everyone's secretly really sad that I never died in a plane crash. Yeah, and, and he <laughs> loves a pint. He loves a pint. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, yeah, it's just... It, yeah, it, it's... Having been into the series for so long and trying to get people into it for so long and and now they've they've delivered it to everyone. Do you know what I mean? It's like now everyone can get involved and everyone loves it and that's just such a nice thing to see. Like, I mean, yeah, okay. So the game itself is just like a perfect action RPG. Um, I'm going to say action RPG. The RPG stuff is like, it's not like you can just level your guy up and get better and make the game easy for yourself. It's about learning what you need to tackle a certain monster and therefore and that might involve you know like doing one monster might you might think okay well this set of armor would be really good against it because it's got certain resistances or whatever so in order to get that i need to hunt like this monster and this monster and then i also need to make this weapon so i should hunt this monster and the way you sort of you know all right the missions in the game are like in a sort of rough order but the the sort of the path you take through it is kind of up to you to an extent in that you sort of think like, right, well, this is what I want to hunt next. So how do I prepare for that? And how do I sort of plot my way towards it? And that's so satisfying. Um, and it's just, yeah, the way it sort of takes, like there was a lot of concern before it came out that it was going to dumb things down a little bit because there had been like leaks suggesting that that was the case. I suppose it does, but it... I would call it streamlining rather than dumbing down. Like it, it doesn't remove anything that people would really miss. It just makes life a bit easier. Um, and okay, they took out. So with the uh, last Monster Hunter game before Monster Hunter World, they added these um, things. Like there was like these different um, styles for each weapon, and each one sort of changed your weapon combos a little bit. And there was one that allowed you to do sort of cool aerial moves, and one that allowed you to do like really good sort of you know last second dodges with cool counterattacks and stuff like that those of those sort of elements have just been built into like the standard weapon combos in this but just in really smart ways um it's just really elegant the way they did it um so that you're not choosing like a combat style you just learn the weapon and you and you have access to all these other like interesting moves that sort of it's like it's always been a thing in Monster Hunter that you can play with a certain weapon for like ten hours and think you know it, and then you go and watch a weapon tutorial, and it turns out there's loads of stuff you missed. Like that is still the case. Like there's still so much to it. Um, I just yeah, I, I fucking love it, and it's just so nice that this series is finally like something that loads of people are into. And they fucking like they've announced the first paid DLC, and it's out like in autumn. <laughs> so that's like you know sort of nearly two years after the game came out because they've just been pumping free shit into it all this time. It's like every fucking month there's like a new event or a new monster they've added. How, how's putting... the new DLC? It's not out until what, next year, you say? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I saw people talking about it and then it's all like snowy themed, isn't it? But I didn't actually look yeah. at the release date. It's not until next autumn. Yeah, it's oh. fucking miles off. I, I totally I'm surprised they've like announced now. it. Really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah I mean and you know and they've like they've been adding again this is something they've always done with Monster Hunter I think it's just like because it it, previous to this it had lived on the 3DS for so long and so well no one pays for DLC for 3DS games generally speaking Um, so I think everyone thought like well now it's going to the PS4 and the Xbox like surely they're just going to be like look here's a new monster it's a fiver or whatever and they've just not done that they're just like no it's still free and also 
this week we've added a Dante from Devil May Cry costume and now we've added fucking Geralt from The Witcher and and yeah and just loads of these like cool timed events with like weird different monsters to fight to get you special bits of armor and, and yeah just people have been absolutely loving it like I've my only regret is that like having a kid this year well had him last year but you know um i haven't been able to put the time into it that i wanted but i've still put like 120 hours into it and that's nothing like like that was that was mostly like when it came out and then i've just not been able to keep up with it since and people have been putting hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours into it and loving it um so yeah it's fucking great love it yeah, it is a very good game. I just checked, and I, I played 14 hours of Monster Hunter. Oh, there you go. Um, I, I was really enjoying it, but I, I, I guess I'm out of time. Just, I think I'm needing money, so I sold it for something else. Anyway, regardless. Fair enough. Um, it, it's, a, it's a huge commitment, as I say, 120 hours, and I was still not like barely scratching the surface, but there was still so much more for me to do. Yeah, because um, I was having fun. Like, uh, John Denton had it. I was playing with him, and, and that's Amazing. right. He got into it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah and and uh, and Amazing. In fact, I was just checking my my score, and Amazing played like three hundred and forty hours into it. So yeah, some of our yeah. some of our games group were massively into it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was enjoying it, but I, I just sold it. But yeah, I suddenly never played Monster Hunter before. I was always interested, mostly because there's a bit of a miss, a bit of an air of mystery around the game because I knew mm-hmm. you know this was massive in the east and yeah. big on PSP. I think at the time, so I was like, oh, Monster Hunter. Yeah. I've, you know, heard good things. And I was excited when it finally came over here, you know, properly, at least on the console I owned. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I, and it's like a multiplayer sort of, I mean, for me, it, it felt like a, like a destiny in many ways. Um, but yeah. in that sort of gameplay style, I thought it was really, really excellent. There's so much mm-hmm. to it, you know, tracking the monsters and and, like, and and hunting them, killing them with various various different types of weapon. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I I have to I have to like uh, eat food before a hunt, and there's there's tons of upgrades for your various armor sets and weapon sets. I thought that was all really interesting, really compelling, and it felt mm. different. Uh, I wouldn't say less polished to Destiny, but it just felt like a different type of polish. Um, maybe it's a, that's all. I know what you mean. Eastern there's roots. still I don't know. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's still so, like really sort of menu heavy as well, which I yeah, think sort yeah. of yeah, the menus weren't great, but uh, yeah. but but. I and and it was a bit confusing because there was like one area where are you on a ship and like that's the area where there were other people, other like human characters, but that was oh, yeah the sort of gathering hub yeah, thing but then the there top. wasn't yeah, a whole yeah. social area. It's just like one area, so there was some confusion yeah. around it for me personally. I, I guess that's sort of where like, that sort of Eastern heritage comes in. It was not quite as mm. sort of dumbed down as as some may think, but I thought it was a really excellent game and. Yeah, mm. I, um, even hearing people talk about the DLC, admittedly, I, like I said, I didn't know when it was coming out. I thought, mm. oh, maybe that'd be a good game to get back into. But uh, yeah, I, mm. I, I really enjoyed it for for a first timer who had no experience of it before. I thought it was really good. Mm. Yeah. But which way are you voting, Matt? Um, I mean, Gardens Between or Monster Hunter? Yeah, I mean, out of the two. Uh, I'm gonna go with my heart, and basically, I I, I preferred uh, Gardens Between. James, yeah, it's also Gardens Between. Gardens Between for me as well. Sorry, Sean. No, it's fine. Uh, I mean, yeah, with absolutely no regrets. Uh, token vote for Monster Hunter, <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, quite quite happy for it to be beaten by Gardens Between. Yeah, it's weird when that happens, isn't it? like you're like that i fucking love this game but at the same time i think there's more of that this year than any 
yeah, big time. Year, hasn't there? Like, yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, we have made it to the quarterfinals. Here we go. <laughs> this is where uh, it gets this heavy. is this is where the roller coasters reach the top <laughs> and is about to fall down. Um, you're probably looking at your iPlayer uh, now or whatever your podcast player, and it says like 12 minutes <laughs> left. <laughs> or maybe you're not, and it says three hours. Uh, right. So the first quarterfinal. Oh, this is, I'm, I'm getting nervous now. Red Dead Redemption 2 versus Astrobot. Oh, f- <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this is why you think it's it's rigged. It's just you know. <laughs> Go on then. Well, let's just get our votes out of the way because I think this is going to be our first deadlock, right? Could be because I mean I'm voting Astrobot. Yeah, like, and I'm voting. Whatever, I'm voting Red Dead. I'm going Astrobot. Sean? Yeah, I'm going Red Dead. I've not played Astro, but have I? So where do we go? <clears throat> okay, I'll, I mean, I'll start. I'll start. <laughs> yeah, you go. Um, I thought... So I came into this with two games that I'd be happy being Game of the Year. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2 and Astro Bot Rescue Mission. But when it comes down to the two going up head-to-head... I think Red Dead does more. Red Dead does... uh, Not Red Dead does more. It... The thing that I had with Astrobot is that I really, really enjoyed it up until the the last two worlds. And then I loved it. You know what I mean? The first three worlds, uh, they were fine. Like, they were were brilliant, in fact. I don't want to downplay it. They were brilliant. But for me... It never really, like, when you got to the, fir- the the final two worlds and it started opening up the platforming and then really utilising the ideas that it built up, that's when the game become brilliant for me. And it felt like it could have done with another couple of worlds. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I would happily have had more because I was absolutely in love with the game, so... What, you, you mean in terms of complex? Do, do you think they should have started the complexity earlier? Or just... Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because when you think about it, like, those last two worlds are so good. Like, I mean, they're next level good, right? They are game of the year good. But the, it's, like, when you look at it, it's actually quite a small portion of the game. Like, the, the larger part of the game is going through the levels, looking round for Yeah, but Astro there's Bots. also all the, challenge, all the challenge levels as well, like, which are significantly more difficult and are more in the vein of like the um yeah yeah that's the, fine the and i'll admit i know i didn't play those so well i haven't tried any of those so so yeah no that's a good shout but the when it comes to red dead it did i was so invested in that world like so invested in it like thinking about characters outside of the like while i was outside of the game you know, every time I saw a character in that game that I knew, I was so excited to talk to them. Like just to find out more, or just to see how they react to missions that we've just done. Like, I was so invested in that game. It was, it was a piss, the light, it was ridiculous. And no, I'm not going to do that. Well, if it wasn't in VR, but a lot of the stuff that in the earlier worlds of that, that game that, um, that was so good. It it kind of feels like you know they were gimmicky VR stuff. 
Well, yeah, but that's because they're trying to bed yeah, people. Yeah, no, totally. it's it's such a shitty way of describing. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a. They want to make it easy for people to access and 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 not overwhelm them. I wouldn't say it's. I I, I don't want to say it's gimmicky. No, right. Okay, what I'm saying. Yeah, gimmicky is implies. That, well, let's, let's so we need to go into to some details a, a little bit, right? But we need to go to some details a little bit. There's bits where where you you get one of those what they call them those little petal things that you blow. They're all like fuzzy. Um, well, yeah, that's all dandelions. dandelions <laughs> yeah. So the first time you realised that you could blow that, right? It was brilliant, right? Don't get me wrong. I was like, fucking hell, that is class. But that's not on the same level as walking into Valentine. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like, they, that had moments of going, that's really clever. I really like that. When that happens, that is, ah, oh, that is so good the way they've done that. But, the first time you get into Saint Denis, are you fucking kidding me? Like that is like <laughs> that is just unfucking real. I mean, it, it, that was it's, unreal. It's, it's very, it, it's incredibly impressive. I wouldn't say it's mind blowing. Oh, my, Matt, it is the most because it, it feels like you've taken your character out of that oh, game. No, I, I, and put I, I him absolutely, one hundred fully appreciate. It. I mean, yeah, it, like it. What I love about that 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 section particularly is that, like, you really did feel exactly how Arthur, uh, how, uh, how Arthur felt at the time. Like, you're a fish out of water. It's like there's too many people, too many. Th- yeah, I, I thought that was. I don't know how. It just feels so well done that. Yeah, like I don't like this place. I want to go back to where I was. The, the world I know. Uh, I thought that was a great transition. Absolutely. That's it. It's, it wasn't a great transition. It was incredibly it was, well done. Uh, it was mind blowing, mind blowing. <laughs> and it, the, the thing with Red Dead is that, like, it would be very easy to just be like, "Yeah, but they had like a literally infinite budget," and uh, but it's it's impressive in ways beyond like, "Yeah, money's been spent." Do yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, it's. Like totally. it's not it's not just impressive on a technical level. Like it is it's got heart, which I wasn't expecting. Yeah, but so is Astrobot Sean. Like it it's really impressive. has to be. I haven't fucking played it. And believe yeah. me, I'd love to break the stale, mate. I just I you can't, can't. <laughs> I know, I guess. Well, no, 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 but Sean can break the stale, mate. If you want to. <laughs> no, no, but I need can't. a good reason. He can, he can, Sean can do what he wants, Dave. He hasn't fucking played it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, any of us could switch anything at any point. I can't. I can't pick a game because I. I will probably really like it when I play it <laughs> over one I've definitely played and loved. I can't look. Look, Astrobot is full of heart, right? And I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. But there's just for me, there's these little drops of wonderful stuff in Astrobot little drops of it throughout and it's so impressive i i i will not say a bad word about that game right but red dead is just feels like a completely like it's a fucking world that you're dropping into it it it, right okay how about this so so how about this right so this probably explains it astro boy is a completely unique experience Right, it it's never been done before, and they fucking nailed it. Red Dead is an open world game. We've played a million open world games. 
and this is so far ahead of anything Rockstar's done before. Anything, you know, that like any of these open world games have done before. Bar Zelda, but that's a, a, complete, a completely different uh, type of game. In terms of world building and immersion, people have been trying to do stuff like this for years and they've never got close to what this is. So for me, it has to be Red Dead. But the controls, Dave, the missions haven't really <laughs> progressed. Not just that, but I mean, I mean, the thing is, I bounced off Red Dead because I, it does take an awful lot. You know, it's, you have to invest yourself in that game, and well, of it's, course you do. It's not as it's not as immediately accessible as something like Astrobot, which I really felt was trying to do something new. Like there's something new there. I mean, Red Dead is like a amazing sort of you know from what I've played. Like refinement of the genre, but Astrobot is not. No, no, James. James, it's it's not a refinement of the genre. It's a step forward. And secondly, you can't berate me all year for not putting enough time into Yakuza and then drop that fucking argument. (laughs) I can't. No, no, no. no, You can't. No, you can't. I said. I said I've not played it enough. No, you can't. But but the fact that I've the fact that I bounced straight onto Spider Man rather than playing this would tell you something about the pacing in this game. It's not perfect. What the pacing in Red Dead? The pacing in Red Dead is some of the best pacing I've ever played in a game, James. What, the the opening three hours is, you know, that everyone is criticised, apart from you. I I loved every second of it. I loved every second of it. I loved how slow it was at the beginning. I loved how the story started taking shape, and then suddenly the pace picked up. And then I loved how it slowed everything down again, because I was ready for that. There's one part of that game that I didn't like, and it lasted half an hour. Yeah, I know that's it. Out, out <laughs> of what 60, 60 hours of gameplay. Well, and do you think this is a revolution rather than rather than evolution? Well, it's a bit of both, isn't it? Well, it, it is, is. and I don't. I think can't. it could be one like, or the other. No one else no, is no, going to be no, able to match no. it. In, cer- in certain aspects, it's a revolution. In certain, in other aspects, is it's an evolution. Yeah, like no, no one else is going to be able to touch it for a long time. But Matt, you can't like like it's like. It's the same as Astrobot. Astrobot still lifts stuff from Mario games and other games. It lifts fucking levels out of those games. Well, in what way does it lift levels? I mean, it's certainly got the, the vibe of it. But... That fairground ne- neon level is straight out of... Um, Mario's done that loads of times. Like, in what Mario games have done that? Mario 3D World. I haven't played that one. <laughs> also, like, I mean, yeah, so it's, it's, it's got, it's it had stuff inspired by. I mean, both right, Red Dead. Obviously, I, everyone knows about my my thoughts on the game, but for me, Astrobot is a ten, whereas Red Dead is 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 a nine. Like, I, I yeah, but, but for me, but for, for me, for me, they're both tens actually. I think, but I mean, it's like, I, I mean, as much as I enjoyed Red Dead, like, um, the missions still don't have. I, I wouldn't say they've massively progressed. The story is obviously next level shit, as is you know graphically <laughs> some other stuff. But there's still some key parts. Like, I'm still. Are we not still waiting for like, the true next gen Rockstar game? Look at it this way, right? Look at it this way. Everybody that's played Astrobot has engaged with that and has felt like a connection with it. Like you felt a connection with this, Dave. Matt did. I did. Right. If you look at Red Dead, okay, I I didn't get that far in, so I don't, I can't, I have my opinion is not is not as valid, obviously, as as yours, right? You liked it, and uh, also Sean liked it. 
Matt rushed through it and can't even remember half the characters. <laughs> that's, and that's, not that's not the that, game's fault. That's not true. That 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 would indicate how memorable this game was. Nah, like, nah, compared nah, to nah, 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 I'm dismissing it. It's memorable. I, I may rush through you, it. You fought that argument. But I, you know, I, I thought you were so close to convincing me then, and then you fucked the argument completely. <laughs> you, you, were, you were walking towards me with your hand out, and I put my hand out, and then you come out with that nonsense, and I whipped it back That's again. nonsense. You'd never... Whatever I say, you're not going to agree with, so, you know, it doesn't matter. Matt, can you really say that the... What? How, how long did you spend in... Um, in Astropot? Of, like, eight or ten hours or so? Okay, and like every minute of that was enjoyable and whereas Red Dead as much as I enjoy it and I've said I've enjoyed it many many times there were absolutely frustrating parts and some parts of it I think this feels this doesn't well, feel well, like they progressed on, it wasn't frustrating when you walked past an astrobot that you needed to help and you're not allowed to go back and get him well, no, because after the first time, I learned not to go too fast, and I had to turn around. And but it was—it wasn't frustrating at all. Like, it was not frustrating. Like, oh, I've pressed the wrong button, I've shot someone in Red Dead again, or oh, I've done this and now I've punched my horse. It's just like, but also, the numbers here are on Astrobot's side because we've got three of us loved this game, and one of us haven't played it. Whereas with Red Dead, it's like two of us loved it. One of us hasn't played Again, it, and one of us thought it's all right. But, but of course, it does. One of us that loved Astrobot likes Red Dead more. Well, we're stuck, then, aren't we? Well, I'm going we to got, we, need, we need a way out of this. What are we going to do? I can't. Um, Sean, if you, uh, if, you, if you switch your vote, Sean, I will yeah. support Far and Celeste until the very end. That's it. <laughs> This is a hill I'm going to die on. I mean, on, this, this is the only way out of this, isn't it? It's a shitty deal. This is the hill I'm going to die on. Right? I'm not willing to let Red Dead, a game I thought was great, but with stuff that really felt last gen, with also next gen stuff oh, as well. Oh, fuck off, the man. Days, like, <laughs> felt last honestly, gen. right? No, but, like, some of them... Like, we're still doing a thing where you go you go to the marker, you, there's a shootout, and you go back, and it's just like, when are we going to get a fully next-gen Rockstar game? That's just, what I want. Uh, some of the missions in that game are so fucking phenomenal. Yeah, some are, but they generally... Are, but you could sort of tell in sort of the latter half of the game that they had more story than they had ideas for right, missions. Right, okay, so I've been trying to way of describing this mission, yeah. which is right towards the end of the game, without spoiling yeah. it, Mm-hmm. When you need to go to the prison. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, that was right near the end. That was fucking. No, I know. Yeah, obviously there are still some really good ones, but there are a lot of ah, uh, just go here and shoot the lads. Yeah, it's still what about, the what same. About in that everything regard. that happens after chapter six, though, Sean. Yeah. No, no, I, I know. mean, Jesus Christ! It not only does it not only does it elevate Red Dead Redemption two, it elevates Red Dead Redemption one. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. The achievement. Yes, it it does some some good stuff, but it's it. I, I mean, what, what, I still think it's got some last gen shit in it. it it's 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 not God, that game. One thing that's last gen. The, some of the mission thing. structures the controls, and the, the fucking controls. <laughs> the controls. Some are, of it the feels terrible stru- to control. It's not a satisfying. No, it doesn't. No, it, it doesn't. I mean, like, yeah, they. they I want them to do a proper next gen game, and like, they they don't have. They're not 
clear like some I don't know like, are they hindered by some old uh, engine or the way they program movement in that game you can't compare the movement of that game compared to like Sean are you listening to are you seriously saying that this feels last gen no no in some areas the controls definitely do you can't deny that no the controls are limited by how many fucking buttons or anything and not you get used to them nah that's nonsense come on you can't you can't defend the controls in this game when you compare it to you get used to them within the second chapter you shouldn't have to get used to them should you no but you do they should be but you do, and they're not a problem. No, but it you doesn't do, feel good to control. It doesn't. It's not an enjoyable control experience. Like, like God of War felt great. <laughs> Spider Man felt great. Loads of other games feel just good and enjoyable to control. This feels like you're constantly fighting it, having to remember. Okay, this is that. But you see, I, once I got my head around the fact that I was directing Arthur rather than controlling him, I was all right with it because it's all in service of that, like that sort of visual fluidity rather than. But exactly. But you're still adapting to a situation. Yeah, but sometimes you have to adapt to games, to though, James. Yeah. But that's not that's that's you was, don't write was, off uh, the yeah. game because of that. I was all right with it. Yes, no, I, not writing it off. We're just saying that know, it's it's still not as accessible as it could be. Is it? I mean, perhaps, but then it's in service of the fact that you can do loads of things. You know, like it's but you could do loads of things in a lot of <laughs> games. You know, it's like but the, the way what are you talking about. What do you mean? What we're talking about? Well, I mean, you've about? not even fucking you... played it, James. Oh, I have played it. I played it for I don't know, about five or six See, hours. See, this is the difference. Like, Sean is like defending and talking about um, Red Dead, and instead of you talking and defending about Astrobot, you're having a pop at Red Dead. You've not fucking played it. <laughs> I've played it. Uh, what you're no, chapter not, two? You done the intro? <laughs> I'm on chapter two. <laughs> exactly. You've done the intro. Jesus Christ! And it was so good that I, uh, yeah, that I, I definitely continued playing it. Well, I cannot believe you've been fucking bollocking me about Yakuza, and then you're living in the same argument at me. It's pathetic. I'm not. I'm not you are, yeah, it's exactly again, the same I'm thing. Not, how is it the same thing? Well, no, it's not I'm the not same saying, thing actually because I put I eight to not, nine no, hours it into is Yakuza. Completely, because I am not saying that Red Dead Redemption Two is a bad game. Yeah, I'm like just it. saying that I think Astro Bot, from what I played, is a better one. You can't take that stance, James. Of course I can. What? No, you can't. Why can't I? In fucking chapter two, you put about three hours into it. So? Oh, fuck Is off, it- James. I think, oh, you, you, that's fucking ridiculous. The only way we're going to progress is if we can... Sean, what do we have to do to change your vote? Why, why does it have to be me? Because James isn't good. It's what his is game. this bullshit? <laughs> the only way we can progress <laughs> is if you guys change. What about if you change? Well, I, I'm not going to change. Astrobot is the one. Well, not am I. So, what are we going to do? <laughs> it's going to be a long old podcast, isn't it? Oh, we're going to well, let's just sit here until show. one of us breaks. Fine. And I guarantee James will be the first. James ain't breaking. James is breaking. <laughs> he fucking breaks during the listeners' feedback. Yeah, what? Well, <laughs> and if you forget what game it's 10 to 12. He, it is 10 to 12. He it's, said, you know, James, I don't give a fuck what time it is. He voted for game of the year in the final last time because he was tired. <laughs> That's what I want to get him on side now before he starts falling to pieces. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I got this. I got this. Yeah, go on. Right. <clears throat> I don't want to hear anything from anyone. I've got like this. Alan Sugar. Red Dead Redemption 2 yeah. is incredible. Yeah. Utterly, utterly, utterly incredible. It, it was one of the most immersive experiences that I've ever had. I don't 
spend time with games like I spent time with this game. I would care for each and every member of the, the gang. I know Matt can't remember half of them, but I did. Fuck off, Dave. That was, I forgot the, <laughs> yeah, the chef's name. Pearson. No, you did. It's not that you forgot the chef's name. You turned around and went, oh, who was even that cook? The cook? Who the fuck gives a shit about him? Well, a lot of people, actually. He was a big part of that gang, if you give a shit. Um, this game, like, it affected me so wildly. It had scenes in it that, that as I said, you know, that that, that powerful scene that I've never seen in a game before. I've never reacted emotionally. When I react emotionally in a game, it's usually like I get a bit upset because the character's dying, but that that wasn't this. That's not what that game was doing. Um, And, you know, Gardens Between certainly had uh, that effect on me as well, but not to this level. Like that, uh, that whole fucking bit really done me. Um, And then, you know, the stuff towards the end of the game really done me. And, you know, I believe... Red Dead Redemption 2 should be game of the year. Um, but I, there's like, I would not be upset if Astrobot was game of the year as well. So we're at this like crossroads now, and I, I really, really, really don't want to do this at all. Um, I don't think it's the right thing to do. I don't think it's the right decision. I just flat out think it's the wrong decision. But, um, I just think maybe when you look at the four of us, when you've got three people that have played the game and have loved it, and then you've got three people that have played the game and two of us have loved it, and one of us not so much, um, the one of us that considers it's last gen, uh, which is <laughs> honestly one of the fucking weirdest things I've ever heard from anyone. <laughs> Go like on, a, a totally batshit bizarre how can you defend the controls and say they feel good they don't you're controlling a box you're fighting a box i i think i think other games have controlled um uh a lot better but i don't think they're bad i don't i don't think i don't think they uh, they they um screwed me up in like the first two missions of that game and then i understood them and that literally gunfights were totally fine for the rest of the game. Approaching people was totally fine for the rest of the game. It ne- never bothered me again after that. I will say one thing, right? This game says it's open world, but it's it's really not. Uh, it, it is when you're not doing a mission, but the second you do a mission, you have got to be exactly where Rockstar wanted to be. Oh my God, Otherwise, Matt, I yeah. was just about to switch my vote, and now I'm not going to because <laughs> you're, you're a about fucking to switch wanker. Your vote. The people Matt, say this is doing? an open world game, but it's not. I mean, that's yeah, always been Rockstar's thing, though, hasn't it? But I, it feels like they're more strict with this one. I don't know. Like, I, I tried to uh, place a, a rake down or a, something in a, in a mission, and I was, I was, a, I would put it somewhere where I thought this is the, this is the logical reason, logical place to put this thing, and mission failed. A rake, a rake, a what rake. Are you about? Everyone knows you it's put a it, pitchfork. Did you put it in a doorway so that someone would stand a million on it and times. then whack themselves in the face? Oh, good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got you. You'd have, probably, you'd have probably picked up that it wasn't a rake and it was a pitchfork when you didn't, if you didn't cut, skip the cutscenes and shit. I didn't cut. You know I mean? right, you, you've made that up in your head. I haven't done that. Well, <sighs> didn't know who the cook was. Well, that's going to have to do cutscenes, so, is it? What's that going to do cutscenes? Well, he's in a few um, cutscenes. That's panicking. what I'm saying. <laughs> no, um, I mean... Obviously, I've said I'm a big fan of the game, but there are elements. It just doesn't. It, it it's not what I thought it would be. And uh, you, you're an idiot. I'm. I mean, I was this close to switching you, my vote. Well, you now said that I'm not twice now, Dave. 
Well, I'm not going to because I'm starting like because you're an idiot. <laughs> you are. You, this is people call this an open world game, but it's not. You you didn't it, play it as the open world game that it I is. Did. I did. I did like I did like ten to fifteen hours of the open world stuff, and I was like, I'm gonna do the missions now. Matt, you blitz through in a week. Makes me feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like gl- this whole world there, and you just fucking ignoring it. Let's go towards Look, the. Can we? Bit. Can we just resolve this? Because I really need to go to the toilet. <laughs> oh, that's can a we new one. Well, it? James, you can resolve it if you want. Well, I'm, I'm not. Uh, well, okay, after the way that you guys himself. fucked me over with Detroit, I'm not going <laughs> to Let's hear him piss himself. Yeah, don't so, don't mute the microphone, James. I want to hear this. I want to hear it on the, wo- <laughs> the wooden floor, just dripping. That's not happening. Go, just, what's going to happen? What are we doing? Well, you're going to piss yourself or you're going to switch your vote. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. In fact, I'm going to drink some more hop out. <laughs> 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 That's cut the podcast a little bit shorter. <laughs> Anyway. Come on, James. Fuck. James. What did you think? Okay, right, okay, no okay, let me ask you this, Dave, James. You have totally fucked me over with Detroit. Why the fuck do I want to help you? What did you think of the water levels in, in uh, Astrobot? You know when you were spraying water and things were filling up and then you were just yeah, spraying really. water everywhere? Do you remember that? Do you remember the level in the ocean where you're just swimming around Very and there's though. all that water there? <laughs> just the running water. <laughs> Lots. I don't care. I'm sitting here and I'm still drinking, so it's, it's fine. Uh, I don't agree with this, but I'll switch. <sighs> we'll go Astrobot. I do yeah, not agree with that. that. I don't agree with it. I I I, I, feel, I don't I agree feel with dirty. that. Uh, I feel I feel that it's the wrong decision. Yeah. I think I think Astrobot is utterly incredible, but uh, I I think um, Matt and James like gimmicks. More than I do, I think. It's gimmicks. <laughs> Headbutting a football back at. Come on. I thought that was fun, actually. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. yeah. It's good. The other stuff I was let totally come towards with the footballs, this, this I was definitely giving it. When, you get, VR, it was when you get VR people, Sean, yeah. this is it. It do not take them much. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, something I mean, to <laughs> your face. Woo! Oh, yeah, no, that is despite a the, you were Despite the fact you were saying this was one of your top two games of the it year. Is, it's uh, my second best game of the year. But how well, yeah. how you can look at Red Dead and what that does on a technical level, on a, on a, on a plot level, the, 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 the fucking plot in that game. And you're... I, Do you know what would be good? Is when I well, play Astrobot and I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'd have picked that if I'd... Uh... <laughs> Exactly. exactly. Well, good. No, it would be better if you were like, no, fucking hell, what did we do? <laughs> it's a good game. No, it's a yeah, very no. good game. It's a fucking excellent game. Yeah. But it's up against Red Dead Redemption 2. That is, uh, th- that is fucking sickening. <laughs> but, but... We're done right, now. Right, what's, what's well, next? Well, have, we, have we officially voted? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Dave switched, switched okay. so, yeah. <clears throat> you got for a piss? Yeah. Hurry, I'll oh, yeah. do that. Back in a second. Sean, you know what kills me the most? Yeah. Is that if James had just made it to St. Denis, yeah. his opinion would have been so different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would have helped it's a lot. It's everything. It's the exact sort of thing that you love, yeah. James. I mean, I'm not necessarily saying you would have voted for Red Dead over Astrobot, but what I'm saying is that you'd uh, you'd have understood you'd have understood mm. alright well, I'll find out in the new year when I get back to it uh, it just fucking kills me 
Yeah, I, I was totally about to say, well, well, that's it. That's, that's, that's Dave's year over, but I totally forgot you had uh, Gardens Between still on the list. It's mm. it's, it's still happening. Oh, fucking hell, yeah. I, I mean, I'm surprised Sean didn't just switch votes for... Uh... I, yeah, I was met... tempted, just for a quiet life, but... Hold on. Wait. James, you forced me to play Astrobot. Yeah. And I asked you to play Red Dead, and you just went, no. <laughs> you just didn't bother. No, I didn't. When did you say that? Last week, I said, please play some more Red Dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll go back to it, mate. You didn't. Oh, fuck's sake. I didn't, didn't, didn't get around to it. Fucking betrayal. I had to finish Spider-Man. No, you didn't. I had to finish no, you Spider-Man didn't. for this. You, did. no, you didn't. <laughs> didn't have to finish Spider-Man's it. already out. You didn't know that at the time, did he? No, I didn't know he oh. He knew deep down, when they said, well, can you collect this shit now? He knew deep down, he was going out first round. Did you see that... Uh, Kirk McKean did uh, some uh, annual awards on VG247 and he gave Spider-Man the most competent game award. <laughs> what a kicking it nuts. That's a very fair... Not fair at all. That's, that's a disgusting that is. <laughs> oh, anyway. Matt. Well, that, was, that was a round. What's next? <clears throat> Farlone Sales versus Detroit Become Human. Farlone Sales. Farlone Sales gets my uh, vote. Farlane Sales James? gets my vote, obviously. Right, obviously it's going to get my vote. Hey, isn't well, it? Well, that's, that's Detroit. Detroit out. Well, hang on. I, mean, I haven't said my piece yet. There's still... <laughs> oh, what? It doesn't matter, does it? Well, no, I, I can convince you to switch. I don't know if you can, mate. <laughs> oh, no, like, mate, you've got no hope of convincing me to switch again, ever. Ever. You've not, you're not going to be able to convince me to switch ever again. Look, did you like the bit we had to clean a house? No. <laughs> Fuck. Hated the game. <laughs> no, I'm done. It served it, it served its purpose. It got rid of Yakuza to fuck James over and his little one taking back control nonsense that he came out with last week. It would have worked no, if it, wouldn't have. it hadn't have been up against one of my games. That that's what kills me. I was praying it was gonna come up against Red Dead and it didn't. And I, I just yeah, it was a gamble, it didn't pay off. <laughs> no, it really bad oh, Full of frank apology. Um yeah, it well did, yeah. Th- this is this is this is the end of Detroit. Uh, it had a good run. I enjoyed the game. I'm going to pull one out. What is this? This is my, uh, it's me saying goodbye to my baby. <laughs> That's what it is. Well, it weren't your baby though, was it, Matt? It was no, James's. thankfully, he took it off me. It um, was, yeah. God of War versus Celeste. <sighs> Shit! I mean, it's obviously it's Celeste for me, but... Uh, it's God of War for me. Ooh. Um, it's Celeste James? for me. Oh, shit. It's got a oh, James, me. here we go. Deadlock, deadlock, deadlock. <laughs> Do you want to <laughs> die of old age live on air? Well, I've not, I've not, well, let me just take myself out of running. I'm, I'm, I've not played Celeste, so yeah, yeah. God of War, I'm not going to switch. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, same. I've played both. Way. All right, come on, James, it's up to you. Well, no, but I don't feel very well disposed to either okay. of you after the Detroit stuff, so, oh, you know. come I'm on. Sure. What did I do with Detroit? <laughs> Are you joking, Matt? <laughs> Celeste is a James, great... James, have I not... Have I not... Like, well, yeah, no, that's the point. Actually, you're on my side. Sorry. I don't know why I'm arguing. Oh, no, no, what are you going to say, Dave? Dave, just text me what you're going to say. I was going to say, um, text you. <laughs> and then well, I was going to... Like... Are you texting oh, people? Oh, Matt's been active on the, uh, the old uh, text messages this evening. <laughs> Sean? You haven't, sent, you haven't sent me any text, Matt. You haven't sent me anything, Matt. What did he text you? What did he text you, Sean? Sean, let's move on. Let's not get into it. No, no, we, we don't need Sean, to get into it. I just, yeah. 
No, I want to know what he said. What did he say? <laughs> he, was, he was just trying to get me to switch in the last round. But and you know, I, what? I, what did I, he I, say? I, you know, I'll, I'll say like I would have considered it. I just there wasn't a compelling enough reason for me to switch to a game that I hadn't even played. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and we both agreed. I didn't stop me with a tight. No, go on. What, what, what did he say? I want to hear the text. Oh, fuck's sake! I'm gonna have to get my phone out now. It wasn't that uh, salacious. Hang on. No, yeah, I was quite. Okay, it, well, was. it was just it was just standard bargaining. Just said, yeah, just said this is the time. Uh, keep Astro Bot in, and I'll support Celeste and Far. And then Sean said, "But he'll come to my oh, house and kill on. me." Yeah. <laughs> You're saying I would support Farlone Sales against Detroit. Your fucking bargaining is so shit, Matt. <laughs> I remember, was it, last year you went, oh, David, if you vote for this one, I'll vote for Zelda. Yeah, that's why I didn't do any, like, pre-match bargaining this time, because I thought, I'm just so shit at it. So what's the point? Just Anyway, Celeste, incredible game. Mm. It's just so good. I, I mean, and I love God of War, but, yeah, it's... I mean, James, you, you play both. I mean, I thought you really, really loved Celeste. I did. I thought it was very good, but... um. I don't like you very, Matt, at the moment, Matt. You don't, so I don't, I'm sorry, can you repeat that? <laughs> I've had four bottles yeah, of beer. And that James is actually genuinely yeah, James pissed. James is absolutely wanker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> James, come on, man. Like, stay, stay on the... Like, God of War is just class, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's, it was an From start to finish, game. the whole tower, the, the bit with the, the giant and everything. Fucking hell. It's true. Matt, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to take bullet this time. What? I'd not, well, hang on. So me and Sean yeah. Celeste, you two are God of War. That's yeah. right. I, I like Celeste. We'll keep going. Um, <laughs> James, come on! I, I Do know you like James. God of War as well. I, I I thought God of War stunning. Yeah, I said that before. Um, so what James, then? Why James, is it? Gonna, why is it whenever we're in, we're in these the situations, James. it's it's someone else that has to change? That's how I'm going to play it. James, <laughs> I know you're tired. No, There's James. Not tired. Just not drag this I'm, not, I'm not tired enough to, to help you, Matt, <laughs> seeing as what you did to me. You've been... So it's, you know... <laughs> Mate, Matt, you've hit a dead end. But so I, Celeste is such a special game. Yeah, I know, but you like God of War, so switch. Well, Do you know what James else was a switch. special game? Red Dead Redemption 2. Not last gen. Yakuza mate. Six was also pretty special to last me as well. Gen, last the, gen, last you know? gen, Sean. That is the one that's <laughs> killing me, and that's why. Fuck you. I will never move from this, and I'll never switch for you again. James, if you switch now, I'll support Tetris Effect. <laughs> Here he goes. No fucking way, James. Think about it. Well, do you, and then you're just going to be in another deadlock, you dickhead. Well, we don't know. Wait, what, what's Tetris Effect up against next? The gardens between. We don't know. Ah, uh, no, no, no. There's no, don't take that fucking, don't take that. Well, if that, yeah, James, then I, 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 yeah, I promise to vote for Tetris Effect in the next round then. So it's going to be a deadlock again, Matt. You're not offering him anything. <laughs> what else have I got to offer at this point? <laughs> Nothing, so switch. <laughs> James, come on. Oh, fuck off, Matt. It ain't happening. I don't want to leave Celeste in, what, are we in semis now? So, Cause. After what you said about Detroit, I, Really don't feel like I want to help you, Matt. Well, I, yes, had defend, I had to defend it somehow. You... <laughs> I had to defend it somehow. Come yes, on. Yes, James. Come on, mate. James, stay strong, man. Don't James, let me... this isn't the time to suddenly grow a backbone. Just switch. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're... 
James, that's not helping. James, like at all, Matt. James, you know? Matt once Matt described on this very podcast Detroit oh. as one of the most emotionally affecting games he's played all year. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, no. yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll agree with that. So you want to side side <laughs> with him now? Yeah, side with him? Absolutely not. Yeah, James, come on. It's <laughs> a joke opinion, Matt. You know that's a bit harsh. Matt, you're gonna have to switch. Is there anyone else? Okay, so Sean, you're obviously you're pro Celeste. Yeah, I respect you for that. It's, it's an incredible game. Yeah, I'm pro Celeste. Dave, you're God of War because you haven't played Celeste, and then James yep. is just picking a side because you know because you were a dick about. Let's not let that get in the way of things. <laughs> you know, it's not about it's about the games. It's a celebration of games, not me. Yeah, this it, it, it's 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 not about us, James. It's about the games. Let's just think about which is no, the best. No, it's game. about you. You're trying to get him to switch his vote. It's Ignore me. And you were pretty personal and very rude earlier. So oh, rude. Yeah. was I rude? <laughs> yeah. Yes, How, James. Was I rude to you personally? What do you mean? What by continuously arguing over me? You know, and sort of interrupting what I, I was, was trying out to say. Of order, Matt, I was out of order. Oh come on, Dave! Dave did as much as I did. No, I didn't. I <laughs> wanted to hear you. You. you you know, your monologue about the game. <laughs> the incredibly well written. <laughs> You're pretty quick to, uh, yeah, to have a go about it and, you know, mock me for the whole thing. So I wasn't I, the I, only I one. Like anyway, what, what matters now, James, that I'll, I will vote for Tetris Effect in the next round. Now that's... I don't I mean, care, James, Matt. if that's you're not going to do it for Matt, do it for me, mate. Come on. Exactly. Oh, because... Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, okay, 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 sure. Yeah. Sean, Sean. Why sure. would I help you when you also <laughs> fucked me over <laughs> with Detroit? That was a... James, James is on it. James that was a necessary a move. Because, come on, Yakuza 6 was not going to make it through this round, and neither was Detroit. I was just moving things yeah, on. Yeah, so you vote, you still voted for Detroit just to no, fuck just me to over. No, just to move so things on. It wasn't... Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're kindred spirits. You both want to move things on. Yeah, exactly. Matt, Matt, that's it. Trying to get you to bed earlier, mate. It's not it, Dave. Mate, no, it but is. Sean was about to James has had James. a couple of beers, mate, and he's fucking well up. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's well up for it. <laughs> look, look, James, join me and Sean, no, and we'll sort it out in the next round. No, no fucking way. Fuck off. James, I mean, who have we got a podcast with next year, yeah? Think about that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll leave off. <laughs> I guess I did Dave. Perfect. All the people you'll be talking to every single day and podcasting every week, you know. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm significantly less scared of you, Sean. That's fair. I'm, 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 I'm not a frightening man, I'll be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sean's got moves. Don't, don't let us I un- I unleash like the arrogance, them. the arrogance that Matt thinks that he could just get people to switch. Like, I'm just you know, asking. If, no, you were giving it the whole, oh, no, someone needs to switch in the last round. So now it's your turn to switch. You That's like both games. Works. You I, like I, both I, games. After the way after the way you treated me, I, there's no way I'm switching. Treated you, I'm, James. I'm, you wrote a fifteen yeah. minute a fifteen minute monologue just to mug me off, mate. You're not helping you. Uh, you <laughs> oh shit! Is it, mate? Um, well, <clears throat> long old wait, isn't it? <laughs> <clears throat> Matt, just switch. I was all cracking with another, another bottle. <laughs> Matt, just switch. What the fuck are you doing? Just do it, man. Just do it. Now. <coughs> Come on. Look, it's not happening. You've tried and you failed. Uh, you like God of War. So what's the problem? You can't get all it's your... It's a very good game. All your favourite games through. It's not how it works. Just give it a bloody good go, though, can't I? <laughs> no, well, you gave it a bloody good go, but now we come into the... 
to the point where you need to be a man. James, just right. Forget what happened in the previous rounds. I don't. I don't I think he's going to. Sean, just forget what happened in the previous rounds. Like James, we, we can get Tetris Effect to the final together if we work together. Fuck off, Matt. <laughs> ah, yeah, James, you're the best. Um. Oh, but Celeste is so good. I'm sure they're all good. All these games they are, are good. All, they're, they're all very, they're all very good at this point. No, they're not. They're not all good, Matt. Well, can name one isn't very good at this point? Then what? What's not good? Well, no. The, I mean, obviously, ones that have been knocked out are maybe not as good. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll cover that's why I knocked out. Um. Oh, James, you're going to regret us in the morning. You know that. No, it's not. <laughs> No, I, I, I meant the four beers. Um, <clears throat> oh, come on, James. Just switch. It'd be funny. Don't no, fuck off. Matt, he's not going to switch. He's not going to do Dave, it. Dave, do you want to... You know what's funnier is you begging me. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm enjoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I Okay. Um, okay, James. Um, <clears throat> what, uh, do you like Amazon? <laughs> what are you offering him? Five pound voucher. Nah, that's fuck all. What can that's you get that's outrageous, Matt. I'm not ma- and you literal bribery. <laughs> but who pays postage? Yeah. It's prime, isn't it? Okay. I mean, I'll take a bribe, but it's got to be worth it. Five quid. Well, I've yeah. not made the money, and we're still waiting for my second, my next pay- paycheck in December. I could owe you. I wouldn't trust that. <laughs> Oh, you know I don't trust my dad. <laughs> you know I'm good for it. <clears throat> Matt, he's not switching. Oh, for fuck's sake. Right. James, this is your last chance. <laughs> he's not going to do it! Fucking hell. Okay, fine. Okay, Celeste, I love you, babe, but it's over. <laughs> Celeste's gone. Oh, Fucking man. hell. Can't believe uh, you did that, Matt. Us- Fucking hell. Yeah, I know, that is what... I mean, what sort of guy just gives up on his morals yeah. like that? Tetris Effect versus the Gardens Between. Uh, <clears throat> Do you know, I, I thought this was going to be a hard one. Um, but I think it's Gardens Between. I'm with you, mate. Gardens you Between. <laughs> James? I would go Tetris Effect, but I won't be devastated if it's um if it gets voted out. But your your official official vote at the moment is what? Is Tetris Effect and Matt? It Tetris Effect, yeah. <clears throat> James, come on, just switch now. The the past two have been really quick. I know what's left apart from these. What do you mean? What's what are the other games? Well, no, have no, we've done one. Spoiled the semis. People might have forgotten. Uh, I don't know. Because they're both really good games. They are. They're, they're, both, they're both good games. I do want to go and get another beer. That's <laughs> so... a good idea, James. <laughs> 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 um... <clears throat> Come on, Gardens Between is fucking brilliant. Look, Tetris Effect is, is good, right? And as I've said, like, I think it's really good. You did slag it off a lot, though. <laughs> I didn't slag it off. Like, I didn't... I, like, I'm not down on the game. I like the game. But think of all... Like, think of how clever fucking Gardens Between was and how unique that whole experience was. 
All right, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll change the price. James, you're just going to no, do no, it. Just don't, don't. Dave... <laughs> God's sake. What is up with Matt? No, because... Like he's on a tear. <laughs> no, because it is true. It was, it was a very... It was a very good experience. <coughs> I did enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Is this just because you want another bottle of beer? Yeah. Oh, come on, James. Let's not do that. I mean, you've it's already fine. worried about the feedback, and now you're basically mugging the audience. You know, when we do the, the sort of, you know, the sort of knockout chart of what won what and, and how it all sort of went. Can we put like little notes, being like, James changed his vote on this because he wanted a beer. <laughs> James wanted a beer. beer. (laughs) Is that official, James? Is that official? Locked in. Do it. Right? Yes. Tetris Effect is gone. Go and get your beer. I mean, I am a bit gutted that Tetris Effect is gone, but... (sighs) You getting your beer? Yeah, can I go and get that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go, mate. You go. Treat yourself. Semi-finals, ladies and gentlemen, the semi-finals. Here we go. Astrobot versus Far Lone Sales. I mean, obviously, uh, I loved uh, Far Lone Sales. I was, uh, and again, like, you know, thank you, Sean. Like, I mean, I, I wouldn't have played it otherwise. You said it, hadn't heard about the game before, got the codes, and I'm really, really thankful I did. Um, but, yep. but it's Astrobot for me. <laughs> no, I mean, I, yeah, I'm assuming Astrobot is going to win this, uh, but I am thrilled that far got as far as it did because yeah i mean yeah. it's brilliant yeah. it's to brilliant. get to the semis and last week we're like what what game is that yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah it's crazy yeah. it is like proper out of nowhere you know what i mean when you said it i just thought fucking hell that one's getting knocked off the list straight away <laughs> but it's made it to the semi-finals and uh, yeah i've got to go astrobot and like I, I've, as much as i loved far lone sales I, I have to go astrobot james same for me. I have to crash robot. <laughs> Token vote for Far, right. but yeah. Good shout. Yeah. God of War versus the Gardens Between. Wow. Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, polar opposite. Yeah. Yeah. So, same budget. <clears throat> yeah. So it's, yeah, similar, same genre. It's fine. Um, well, Sean, yours is straightforward, right? Yeah, Gardens Between, yeah. Mine's Gardens Between. Ooh. Matt? I mean, for me, it's God of War. James? James? See, for me, it'd be God of War as well, probably. Ah, Here we hell. go. Here we Here go we again. Go. <laughs> I yeah, really, I really a... can't. No, I, I literally can't. Like, I, I enjoy God of War, but I, I the, uh, comparing these two games straight up, which one I enjoyed the most out of the two of them, it's the Gardens Between. I, I can't switch my vote on this one, so I'm going to just sit back. I can't. I mean, I, well, think of those games side by side. I enjoyed God of War a lot, but nowhere near as much as Gardens Between. Yeah, I mean, I've not played God of War, and I loved Gardens Between, so I can't really budge either. So, James and Matt. Okay, I'll switch my vote. Oh, look yes. at Matt. Fucking hell. Good man. Twice. I mean, he's become a flake. Right. Fucking turncoat. Flake <laughs> of a man. Have I become a flake of a man, or, or what? Or is that. <clears throat> is that a better deal for me? What do you mean? Is it a better deal for, deal for you? Don't worry, but I'll, I'll go Gardens between you. Okay. Okay. We've got our final, ladies and gentlemen. We have our final. I, I'm surprised. I didn't see this being the final. It's Astrobot Rescue Mission versus The Garden Between. 
what is going to be our game of the year for 2018? Hey, eh? I'm a poet. We finally got here. Uh, right, so, final. I mean, we've spoken about both these games at length. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I mean, I'll start. I've only played one of them, so it's Gardens Between from me. Is it James? Definitely it's Astrobot. Matt? Mm-hmm. Definitely Astrobot for me. Oh, no. Well, the Gardens Between's my game. Um, uh, it was the one that I nominated. Um, and I adore it. I think it's, I think it's a special game. Um, but out of these two, I think I'm going to have to vote Astrobot Rescue Mission. It's a it's a stunner. So that's it. That is it. That is it. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing, and also I feel sick. I I'm gutted. <laughs> yeah, weirdly. I mean, I you know I'm not played Astrobot. I am really looking forward to it. But I I was when we when it was like the second round, and I was a bit like fuck. I think the Gardens Between might do it, and I was very excited about that idea. I'd never really considered it. To win no. overall, but I'm really it was glad it's got. But that I still far. wouldn't put it. I would st- yeah, I, I still wouldn't put it as being like quite in the same league as like Astrobot and even Red Dead Redemption. To be on on merit, you've not mm. played it on on merit <laughs> on merit as well. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah, yeah. You know, it hasn't deserved to be there, like because it fucking does. Um, yeah. It's just the oh, way absolutely. that the system works out. Sometimes, you know. Games mm-hmm. get through that you don't expect them to. Um, as you remember, two years ago, none of us would have put money on Trackmania uh, winning <laughs> yeah. overall, yeah. but it, it that's the way it happened. And and you know, um, part of me thought that Astrobot could take this. I don't agree with it um, because Red Dead Redemption is one of the best games I've played in this gen. Um, yeah, the same here. Gen. Definitely. No, last gen, isn't it, Matt? Uh, well, it depends. Some enemies definitely <laughs> depends. Yeah, it depends if you're a fucking idiot or not. I guess. It depends if you look. If you look, you have to play the controls and the mission structure. Sorry, it's not about that. Let's move on. But having said all that, Astrobot uh, Rescue Mission is absolutely worthy of its game of the year status. Um, totally, absolutely, but and I think. There were parts of that game where I was thinking, like, I knew this was going to be in the Game of the Year discussion, right? And there was parts of it where I was thinking, yeah, it's really good, but is it Game of the Year, though? Like, is it? And then Mm. by the time that I'd beaten that, what must be described as probably the best final boss in any game ever. You know what I mean? Like, as much as I love Mario Odyssey... And I think, mm. yes, ultimately it's a better game than Astro Bot Rescue Mission. You think about that final boss in that game, like this Astro Bot's final boss fucking pisses on it from a great height. <laughs> yeah. It's so clever, so clever. Um, So, yeah, all right, we, we all seem a bit deflated for some weird reason, but ultimately I think that uh, is an I, I'm ep- absolutely not. I'm so ridiculously pumped. I'm so happy this game got as far as it did. I know like often VR games are a tough sell, but this game does seem to have broken through and lots of people are talking about it and have been, you know, 
talking up. And I'm, I, every time someone mentions like this game on like you know the podcast I listen to, I think yes, you know it's not just me cheerleading this. This is a, a great game, regardless of whether you are in inverted commas a big VR fan or just a fan of games. Uh, and if you play games, you know. As, as as long as we all have, and as you know, obviously games have been around for so long, but this is just such a, it, it just feels fresh in, in a way that's sort of hard to describe because it builds on so many things that we've been playing for years and years and years, and uh, and this is sort of only really the start. This is like the you know one of the first big goes, and and they've absolutely smashed it. So God knows where we'll be in you know five ten years time. Um, we we all love that demo on the PlayStation Worlds. Uh, uh, demo discs for PSVR and to see mm-hmm. them sort of push on and develop that into this game is has been incredibly exciting and uh, yeah no gamers maybe want to text someone after every single level or even mid-level like like this game has this year uh, that, was, yeah, me. Like that, that was me and Sean on Red Dead <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like yeah that that demo like was brilliant and I, but I think we were all a bit sort of like, ah, yeah, but they're not going to have enough ideas to do a full game. Ooh, and that, yeah. It's just like, that was like a really condensed thing, you know, and then it's like, by this, I, mean, I haven't played it, but it sounds like, oh, no, they did have a yeah, they really did. Sean, of ideas. Yeah. Sean, <laughs> yeah. I am 100% yeah. positive that when you play, get to play this game, you will then text us and say, yeah, we made the right choice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, it, yeah I, absolutely. I, I, like, I'm so convinced that you will be texting us throughout your play time of that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you go, go two one two two oh my god yeah. and have the same yeah. experience <laughs> yeah that's what it's like yeah I, I'm properly looking forward to it yeah, yeah. there we go then that's, that's it. it we're done yeah um, I'm done uh, I'm leaving the show now and I probably won't return after that uh, just before you go Dave we have um, we've sent you something uh, if, you know, if you're if you if you can check your emails or whatever, but <coughs> look oh, obviously post. last week you're like, oh, yeah, well, I, I haven't had a physical present. But it's just I rude. mean, it does look a bit like we've done this. It, it does now. Actually, of... I was thinking about. Oh, that. that's very nice. <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah, that I, he wanted incredible. us to buy him something. But... Mothercare yeah. voucher. That is perfect. Thank you for that. I mean, nice Xbox voucher probably would have been better, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose because well, of the themes of my life yeah, at the moment, because, no, that's yeah, that's yeah. that's really really nice of you. Thank you so much. Obviously, we're not going to let you go about getting something because we're all going to miss you massively. Um, uh, I'm yeah, going to miss all of you. I like I, I I love you know what's better than doing this? Nothing. Uh, there's a few things, but I like yeah. <laughs> very few things. <laughs> very few things. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, it's going to kill me not to be part of the show for a while. But uh, as I said, as I said last week. Becoming a listener is not a bad, um, not a bad transition to make. No, so, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you've made it all the way to the end of this podcast, uh, I think we we would all like to say that um, your support throughout this year has been uh, unbelievable. Um, the the live shows and the people that come to those are just incredible. The people that email in, tweet, and even if you just listen and want to keep your distance. Um, we appreciate every single one of you. Not well, uh, there's a few that <laughs> most of you. We appreciate most of you. No, seriously, jokes aside, it, it, it's been an utterly unbelievable year for us. Like unbelievable mm. from the Kickstarter to the two live shows to the um, Games Media Britlist Award. It's been just non-stop 
like living the dream basically uh yeah. and uh and I, I really hope you have a, a wonderful christmas uh, and a fantastic new year and uh i hope to get to speak to you again soon at some point um and yeah i mean i said it all last week but thanks boys uh you're gonna smash it next year i can't wait <coughs> oh yeah also um our, our next show our first show of, of the new year will be on uh wednesday the 9th of january so look out for for that i'm, I'm weirdly looking forward to it it's like obviously right. it's going to be weird and different and <laughs> yeah yeah get out get away mate <laughs> Fucking... yeah, move over. here we go <laughs> but uh no i mean I've, I've said to you dave like sort of six months ago like i've always like i've always got on with matt and james but i've sort of been mates with them through you yeah. but i really feel like the last few months is like now we can do this be all right <laughs> yeah it's been great um, i think it's, yeah i'm I've, scared I've just been oh well james is scared just, <laughs> no confidence from james there thanks mate yeah, great. um no i'm, I'm scared but, mostly because of the feedback i'm gonna get i mean i'm <laughs> sorry about dead cells i assume really, that you were scared mostly that. because yeah. the room's fucking spinning at the moment but yeah just doing the show like these last few months like it, it's always been enjoyable but especially recently yeah, it's just been fucking like properly looking forward to it every week um so yeah i'm i'm, uh, I'm excited wicked well then we'll uh well, it's not gonna be the same it's not gonna be it's not the same. it's gonna be yeah, a massive just... change um but we're yeah. for everyone listening out there we're gonna work our ass off and you know, yeah. try and produce. You know, something's close to this. Maybe better, maybe worse. We'll, we'll be here every every week to to produce what what, what we can. And yeah, we can't come out for next year. We, you know, you'll be fine. There's, there's loads of things fine. I want to do. Come in, you'll smash it. It'll be a bit weird for a couple of episodes, and then you fucking love it. Yeah. It'll be great. Um, yeah. So don't worry about it. But I, and, I, uh, I, I just want to say thank you for putting up with you know with all our shit all year. You know, all the the <laughs> tweets and the Instagrams and the memes and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, you say our shit, it's, Matt. That's that's all my that's you, is your... it, Matt? But I'm just <laughs> trying to get us out there, boys. Anyway, I mean, I, it's an absolute... It is like a, a privilege like, to, to get to do this stuff and people engaging with it, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I, I love doing it, and hopefully everyone listening has, has enjoyed our stuff as, as much as we've enjoyed putting it out. And uh, I can't yeah. wait to see where we go next year. Yeah, yeah. So for the last time, for a while, thanks for living it. Um, Astrobot, TCGS game, game of the GOTY year. 2018 I haven't even fucking played it <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye everyone Night Goodbye Goodbye Goodbye